0: Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is a very nice episode of the podcast, episode 69 of your favorite bi-weekly trophy hunting show. I am one of your hosts, Colin Colhoven, joined, as always, by Daryl Fulimano. Daryl, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing well. I am doing well. Just before we recorded, I got, got some Burger King into my stomach, so I'm, I'm well-fed and ready to go.
0: Well, wow, that's fantastic. I haven't had Burger King <laughs> burger in a long time. Was it uh, delicious, or did you regret, it's re- regret it instantly?
2: in the lounge, dude.
0: <laughs> the BK Lounge, brother. It's in the fucking lounge, dude. <laughs> hey, you wait your turn. I haven't even introduced you yet, all right? You're just jumping in here. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no one will have any idea. We're also joined by, of course, the infamous Narcher 13, Eli Downing. How are you doing today, sir? Excellent. Okay, so BK Lounge, we all we all r- listened to that uh, stand up, right? When we were in middle school, high school, whatever, everyone listened to Dane Cook. No. Oh, oh, so you didn't? So okay, you're not a lounger, dude. You know, you're not a free. <laughs> you're not not a free... in the lounge club, dude. I said, hey, chief. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're not a you're not a fan of the B and E, the breakfast and egg sandwich, <laughs> dude. Whatever happened to that guy? By the way, give
2: him the give you the power finger, dude. Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. So you're, wow. All right. Well, I guess let's take it one question at a time. You enjoyed your Burger King, Daryl?
1: I did. I did. It was quite delicious, man. I felt like out of all the burgers up there, I think the uh, the Whopper is pretty, pretty reliable to, uh, you know, satisfy my my craving.
0: Wow. That's a bold statement. You're going to be fighting words amongst Americans, picking one fast food over the other. But I have to say, I kind of agree with you in some sense, not on the Whopper specifically, but Burger King was one of the first, even dating back to like the early 2000s, in Wisconsin, they served a black bean burger. And they were one of the only places as a vegetarian I could go and get like an actual burger like combo meal and not just like a, can you just make me a cheeseburger, but take everything off of it. <laughs> you know, kind of place. So I have a. What did you get?
2: What is that? What you literally used to order?
0: Yeah. So when I went to McDonald's for a long time, I remember uh, probably until I was like, honestly, like eleven. I don't think I had a fish fillet until I was eleven or something from McDonald's. I used to just get a cheeseburger and no patty. So they would be like, they'd build the cheeseburger, get rid of the meat. So I would just have like pickles, onion, cheese, mustard, and ketchup on like a bun, and then I would get that with like fries and a soda or something
2: that's dedication there my guy
0: yeah yeah
2: holy hell
0: i know and then eventually one of my friends i think it was this guy cody shout out to you cody from wausau i'm pretty sure that his mom like got us mcdonald's one night when i was doing a sleepover at his place and she got us fish fillets and i was like yo this fish fillet oh. is all right actually if you don't think about it too much because i know it's a gross thing about eating fish from a fast food restaurant but if you don't shout think of it, if you don't think about it too much it's pretty good okay
2: Huh. yeah shout out to cody's mom
0: yeah shout out to cody's mom for sure
2: we for know sure. you're listening
0: we know you're listening yeah he was He was a cool kid dude he's the guy i always played san, uh san andreas and grand theft auto with he's one of the few mm. people whose parents mm, bad influence let, dude. let him let him play whatever right i watched house of a thousand corpses over at his house for the first time
2: oh that's this guy
0: it's this guy yeah and we used to play oh. uh worms on a pc dude, this, this kid was influential in my uh pop culture mm-hmm. upbringing you know
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, anywho, uh, glad you enjoyed Jeez. your Burger King, Daryl. That's sounds good. Sounds very delicious. And what was the second part that I was un- I just couldn't believe you said something, Eli. That stro- he's that- never
2: seen Dane Cook.
0: That's what it is. He said
2: Power Finger. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: the Dane Cook thing. So you were a Dane Cook fan?
2: I mean, I wouldn't say fan. <laughs> a connoisseur.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> oh. I mean, I mean, the guy was. Kind of a genius, he came up with this little movie scheme, dude. Yeah, I know. Like Good Luck Chuck or whatever. Yeah, well, I think it he was. He's just like made his own movie. He's like, yeah, I just want to like bang like the hottest chicks in it. Yeah. What yeah, a, episode sixty nine? But it's like that's your movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is the pitch. He came up with that himself. <laughs> this like, is the pitch. <laughs> like, oh, okay, guy.
0: Yeah. I I am I probably almost fucking peed. I laughed so hard the first few times I heard Dane Cook. I thought the guy was oh, like yeah. absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but I I, all right.
2: I don't like that, like over the too much, like over the top. Stuff, right. You know,
0: right. Total. I mean, I was in like eighth grade, you know, it's it prime time mm-hmm. when I when I listen to him. So, yeah. But how are you doing otherwise, sir? Eli, how are you? How is how is Zayden's soccer going?
2: Good. It's kicking good. Kicking ass. Kicking. Yeah. Kicking soccer balls.
0: There you go. Good to hear, sir. Well, yes. It's episode 69. It's a nice episode you know what i mean
2: yeah <laughs> it's, <a> very, <laughs> it's
0: like the south park episode where they go nice. <laughs> nice all right anyway we got we got some uh couple topics to get into here before we get into our full run of the show which includes of course patreon submitted questions remember you can check us out on patreon patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast if you like what we do and you want to support the show but yeah we're going to get into those questions we're also going to get into what we've been playing it is october 7th as of the time of this recording so we are a week into Spooktober, some of us are faring better than others, although I feel like Daryl and I are on similar journeys. We'll get into that later. But to start out, bef- before we do our plat shoutout section, let's talk about the Overwatch 2 trophy list, because I thought this was a pretty cool development in the realm of of trophy lists and how development studios are hand- handling these things with the sequels and stuff like that. And shout out to you, Slugger, for pointing me to this discussion right and talking about it in the discord earlier this week but overwatch 2 launched on the 4th i believe of october and instead of doing a proper new full trophy list with a platinum what they essentially did is they sunset overwatch 1 so you can no longer buy or play standard overwatch on your console right everything has just become overwatch 2 and the trophy list remained the same If you had the PS4 version of Overwatch and you're like, oh, it's Overwatch 2, boom. It's all the same Overwatch list except with a couple DLC lists added to it. So I kind of wanted to pick your brains on what you think about that because on the one hand, I was thinking, wow, this is really annoying for someone who's 100% Overwatch classic. Now they got to fucking go back because this DLC is messing with their completion percentage. And you don't get a second platinum trophy, which you would expect from a full sequel to a game. But on the other hand, if you're someone like me who has played Overwatch and has progress in the game, now, if I go back and play it, I'm working towards, like, two things at once. You know, I'm, I'm knocking out multiple things with, with one stone, so to speak. So, anywho, let's uh let's go to you, Eli. What do you think about this whole Overwatch 2 situation?
2: I'm honestly kind of confused. Oh, so it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm sorry uh, if I didn't explain it well. No, you did I just saw some other list. Okay, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I think it's pretty stupid. Okay,
0: so you're in favor of the separate list.
2: You, well, yeah. What if you didn't play Overwatch one and you want to get it on two? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> all, <laughs> you just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. GG's, my friend. That's fucking dumb. Well,
0: it's all the same characters and maps from the first game, right? So you still earn the list from the base. You list. can earn that. Yeah, you can still earn it. You can still get you the. Can black. earn the
2: Overwatch one trophies in Overwatch two. Correct. Is that confirmed or is that... Oh, it's, confirmed. it's confirmed.
0: It's confirmed. Skrillist and Slugger have been playing it. I, it's oh. funny because I think when Skrillist logged on, he had like... He was a few matches away from unlocking like three or four trophies. So like right away, he mm. got some shit that he hadn't before.
2: From the original game? Correct. Well, then that's better. Yeah. But Interesting. But that's weird. Isn't that weird, dude? I don't, I don't know. Sorry. I just weird. I mean... Well, that... Go ahead. No,
0: no, no. I'm just... I'm, I'm flabbergasted. You know, I've just not seen something like it before. Like, imagine if Destiny 2 is like, yeah, Destiny 2, the trophies are actually just DLC lists on Destiny 1's trophy list. It's like, huh?
2: <laughs> is that... I think it's pretty good then. Yeah. I think it's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go. Since okay. you can get the. If you're. Yeah, I mean.
0: They're sort of evergreen at that point. You really
2: want another list? Right. Right. I yeah. guess you would want another plat, but. I mean. Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, like if they came out with like, I'm thinking like if they came out with Rocket League 2. Mm-hmm. How would I feel about that? And I don't think I would mind either way. Because if it's a new list and I get another Platinum, I've already got the other ones done. No right. big deal. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's that uh, bad either way. Right. Because either way you're get another Platinum or you just continue on playing and you know, get more trophies, right? So it's kind of win-win.
0: I think, yeah, I think so too. Minus Ultimately, yeah, that's what that's what you're sacrificing is the second potential platinum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, interesting though. Okay, Daryl, what do you, what about you? What do you think about this whole thing?
1: Um, I actually like the decision that um, you know, has taken place. I um, you know, I I just like that you. You're not forced to replay the game to earn all these trophies again. Um, Just looking at the trophy list, I think it would be quite annoying if I had to kill four enemies with a single use of Reaper's Death Blossom again. (laughs) And I don't know how difficult some of those are, but you just see a bunch of those in the trophy list. Kill four enemies, rack up a certain number of damage, like would just be painfully annoying just to do it again and I like that decision to where you know the tro- what you've earned for Overwatch 1 isn't reset when, once you play Overwatch 2 because when you look at it how how much more creative can they get with the trophy list you know they, they basically it seems like they've kind of just run their course with what, what the trophy list is like, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to kill four enemies with uh, a certain character's ability. Like, could it? Can I really come up with anything different for Overwatch Two? I feel like they pretty much use all they can for the trophy list. If that makes any sense. No, it, to- it totally can... does. Yeah, I don't think they can come up with a new, like, a brand new trophy list, unless which if what you're already doing. Um, trophy list for new characters that come out over time
0: exactly that's what i was going to yeah. say is the only thing they could do it for is new champions or new characters and or new game modes right which i think is exactly what the new trophies are if i'm not mistaken i i haven't viewed the overwatch two ones too much i was more so just wrapped up in the discussion about like the continuation of the first list but sorry go ahead eli you were going to say something
2: what is, is this just Like what exactly is Overwatch 2 then? Is this just Overwatch 1 just moved to like UE5 or something? So the big change gameplay wise is, is funny that you would
0: just go to that as your first response because kind of it used to be a 6v6 game and now it's 5v5. So that's the biggest change uh systematically that's the biggest change exactly that's the biggest change they've also in terms of actual on the ground like gameplay that is the biggest change okay Okay. they have retuned some characters abilities and changed them a little bit sort of like how they do in league of legends or smite or anything else like that where they're just like updating champions so they've retuned some stuff they've added i think a couple new characters at this point i think three One tank, one healer, one DPS. And they've also added a few maps and a new game mode. And really, the other major change would just be that it's a battle pass now and it's free to play. So, you, yeah, the way that you interact with the game is different in that way. And one thing I would shout out, it's not relevant in terms of trophies, but I found this to be a really horrible, annoying thing, was Skrillist had originally owned Overwatch, right? Which he got, you got access to all the characters when you bought the game. As you should. Because you paid for it. Because you paid for it. So he, and I did too. I bought Overwatch on disc when it came out. I owned all the characters. Now, apparently what happens is, in this new system, when he logged on, he didn't have access still to all those characters.
3: He, He now has to
0: unlock them all. All the original Overwatch characters don't unlock until about 100 games of gameplay.
3: Yeah.
0: So I what? thought that was really stupid, which was his got reset even if he bought it. I understand it if you've never played before, right? If you've never played Overwatch before, except for when it's free to play and now it's Overwatch 2, I get it that you should have to unlock them slowly. But for someone <laughs> who has trophy data and who has a profile and who has played Overwatch 1 and bought Overwatch 1, you're now going to remove my characters, my champions? Are you joking me?
2: I thought that was horrible. That's pretty, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm yeah that's the biggest change that's the biggest update that's the biggest change yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) come on in lose all your stuff it'll be a great time
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think one thing I do like that they did though and I'm curious to get your take on this Daryl and Eli is like you have to win I think it's 50 quick play matches before you are eligible to even play ranked and I think that is a wonderful (laughs) idea I mm-hmm. absolutely hate when games allow like just brand new players to the game to jump in to ranked. It's not good for them or their team. So, what do you guys think about yeah. that? Yeah, I
2: I think that's actually pretty good because uh, you know that we should also actually like decentivize and anti-centivize de De-san- yep de-sanivize? okay <laughs> yeah <yep, yep. laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: anti-centivize <laughs> <laughs> nice nice uh, yeah it, Smurfs. Should get rid of some Smurfs. I mean, who want you? Just yeah. make a quick profile and like shit on some fucking noobs, right? You know, if you get in and, and you know, maybe it maybe attracts it some type of, you know, in Rocket League casual has and some kind of MMR behind it, right? Right. It's, it's you gain and lose it differently, and like it can get all to kind of tossed around, basically. But it's it still keeps you in the in the roundabout area of where your your skill level is. So like, you know. It would either deter them by having to play a bunch of games before they can like go in and smurf for getting their friend the rewards, mm-hmm. you know. And or and if they do, you know, that somewhat tracks your MMR. It could help, you know, place them differently when they do get placed. So
1: yeah, that's yeah.
0: true. That's true. I think it's great. I think so too, Daryl. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, it sounds like a good idea, especially if they're trying to like promote this game, I feel like, um, you know, with this new game, a lot of people are probably going to want to check it out. And you know, just to kind of get the ropes and, like, go through, like, 50 games, I think it'll give players enough time to kind of get the mechanics of the game, maybe choose a character they re- they really dig, and um, just have fun with it, and then just kind of let them go, you know, once they've kind of it ranked. Just because you know you don't you don't want to shit on people like right away you don't want to churn people away from your game for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And I think kind of like what we're all hinting at as well is because it's free to play, you have this massive influx of new players. This kind of protects, you, like you know you're going to have so many brand new players that I think you have to do something like this. It's not mm-hmm. like the people that are coming there are buying it at sixty dollars and like you know opting into that experience. So mm. yeah. Very cool. Right on. Well, good stuff there. Let us know if you're playing Overwatch 2 what you think in terms of the trophies. I know Skrillist and Slugger have been playing it. And like I said, I do have progress in it because I played it way back on PS4. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of tempting to hop in because it's free to play. And even if I'm not going to get the Platinum, it's like just playing it, I'll get some trophies. Right. Whatever. Um, So we'll see. Maybe I'll check it out. But uh, you guys think you're going to check it out at all? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Right on. Do I really need another one? I don't know. Are you are asking me I'd to get in on have this it, or what you
0: I'd rather have you do this one on Playstation, yeah. yeah it's not gonna play I can't
2: play competitively on controller, Wait, dude. Do
0: your quick play matches on PlayStation. <laughs> oh, controller, dude. <laughs>
2: All right.
0: That's nah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, very good. Let us know if you're playing. Be curious to hear. Okay, let's get into our Platinum Shoutouts, and as you selected them this time, Daryl, why don't you uh, take us through them? What do we got this time?
1: Oh, yeah, let's go. So, at number one, we got Pat the Trophy Hunter. Uh, he has completed The Last of Us on the PS3 and Vanishing of Ethan Carter. I've never even heard of this game.
0: I hadn't heard of that one either, man.
2: Yeah, it's, it's the... Oh, uh, didn't they give it out for free? I
0: thought oh, I'm getting it confused dip. with what remains of Edith Finch. Yeah. Okay. But I know it's like a walking sim sort of game based on <laughs> the discord, uh, discussion. Wow.
2: Okay.
0: No, no, no. He did. He said as much, like he said, it's like basically you just kind of walk. It's like very narr- narrative and walking, yeah. you know, but, uh, but yeah. last of us on PS3, that's some, that's some hardcore stuff right there.
1: Yeah. Going back in time.
0: God, can you imagine playing your PS3 right now? I never even owned
2: one. Absolutely not. Yeah, I so I well I did some PS2 stuff like when I was trying to like slowly get my son into games and not like oh play the you know it's crazy new game right or whatever you know something. Let's try to p- plug in the classics. And uh, man, wow! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> just not, just not for me. Just, I think yeah. I played that. I played Fable once through like a couple years back that was that was okay but i'm super nostalgic for that game right not played like some spyro and some of this Hulk game oh yeah, my, this is a rough one dude yeah i mean i don't that's know ps2 though to be fair
0: yeah that, that's what i was gonna say is that i feel like if i was gonna go back like if i had kids and i was like trying to show them the classics It'd be really mm-hmm. hard to, to show them those like PS1, PS2 generation games. I'd almost rather show them like Super Nintendo or like Xbox 360 onward, you know?
2: Hmm. Like, those, I think uh... those
0: early 3D games are particularly rough because the, we haven't like figured out how 3D games should control. You know what I mean? Like
2: Mario 64.
0: Yeah, it's, it's that
2: absolute ugh. polygon madness, dude.
0: Dude, I, I tried to play that yeah. game when I bought the collection on Switch and I just could not get into it i really couldn't yeah
2: i think uh i came to the conclusion that he will have his own classics
0: that's a good way to look at it yep rocket league i mean it's be good to minecraft rocket
2: league and minecraft minecraft's gonna go forever dude you think so it's absolute <laughs> banger i mean i can get him into more of that with what i've been playing but <laughs> All
0: right, fair enough fair enough um Okay, what else do we have for the plat shout outs, Daryl? Sorry to interrupt you.
1: Ah, uh, you're all good. Uh so can't have episode 69 without mentioning King 6969. <laughs> and... <laughs> <Isn't that> nice. <laughs> He's played the Assassin's Creed Liberation Remastered. Oh, Jesus.
0: Whoa. Have you played that, Daryl? I've not played that Assassin's Creed.
1: I haven't. I, I can't remember if this is the one with the chick, the, the chick that, that yeah. was like a slave <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> one with the there. chick. <laughs> oh,
0: you know what? I think it is. I think this is the one that was like in between, like Assassin's Creed three and four. Oh man, is it a is it a DLC for? Oh my gosh, so it was a DLC for Assassin's Creed three, but they turned it into a standalone game
1: oh yeah it is the one with the chick yep
0: yeah that's the one okay dear god wow came out in 2012 interesting there's it's so funny to how there's these like side assassin's creed games i've like there's so many i've still not played as much as i feel like i've played a lot of assassin's creed i've probably only played like half the games in all honesty it's it's pretty nuts okay uh what else we got so good job, King6969. That seems like a, a fun trip down memory lane. Proud of you, sir.
1: Number three, got Slugger. He's completed Wreckfest and Tearaway Unfolded? Yeah. I want to say Tearaway, I think it's Tearaway. It is Tearaway. Yep,
0: yep. Got it. Nice. Congratulations, Slugger. I know those were on your journey through your 1 through 10 challenge. He's currently playing his number five game, which is Resident Evil HD. Like the very first game so obviously way better than any of these shitters games that we've listed so far but okay. <laughs> oh
1: man he, he's getting into that territory where the the challenge is starting the ramp up for sure
0: yeah a hundred percent i don't even think re remake should be a five i feel like that should be like a six so he's he's in for a treat
1: <laughs> nice and uh lastly but not least we got smackly at number four he's completed rem- what remains of Edith Finch. Let's hey.
2: go. Oh, what do you know about that game? Ah, oh, man,
0: isn't that, that that one that I earned no paints, uh, point, no paints, no points for back in the race? <laughs>
2: oh, there's something about that I'm game. Pretty
0: oh, sure wow. that, I'm pretty sure there's that was something. like that was a freebie that I should have just played back during our race, uh, 2019. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, still to date, probably the most competitive uh, trophy race I've ever been a part of because I'm, yeah. you know, just getting smashed in the other ones. <laughs> so, yeah, that's some fun stuff. Well, you guys really like that game, though, right?
1: Yeah, oh, it was good. man, I love that game. Mm. It's mm-hmm. so good, man. Just thinking on it now because I had, I had to, like, look it up again. And it's just like, I, I wish I can just wipe this game from memory so I can replay it again. Just have that first reaction to like the entire story over again. Man,
0: that sounds good. So, how long was it? It was pretty short, from what I remember.
1: Uh, I'll say like maybe yeah. four to five hours, maybe less. Nah. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, I'm not saying it like it's a bad thing to be clear either. Just be, I'm, I'm actually prefer that if it's a shorter experience. So. Yeah, okay. It's really?
2: I mean, it's a, it's average. I mean, you know, it's pretty average.
0: <laughs> okay right on <laughs> <laughs> well congratulations to uh to you then smackerly and to all of our shout outs for your platinum adventures i know pat as well is playing skyrim he's currently i was watching stream the other day he's currently like 65 hours in with probably another 85 hours to go <laughs> Nine hours in. yeah so that's a pretty pretty lengthy grind there sir so good luck and godspeed lengthy grind Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all right, Eli, you have dad jokes for us tonight.
2: I got something for you. How about that? Okay, something new. (laughs) Yeah, I said we're going a little newer. We'll switch it up a little bit. Yes, sir. Kind of going down more of the riddle route, if you know what I mean. Oh, the riddle route. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, What has a head, a tail, is brown, and has no legs? Head, a tail
0: brown no legs oh jesus uh is a it a a platypus
2: a penny it's legs it's is it's a penny what Oh,
0: Yo, see now, Darryl- dude, Daryl. Nice job, bro. Yo, Let's yeah. go,
2: dude. 69 episodes Let's in. Let's go. Coming in with the bangers, dude. You see,
0: Daryl was totally fine with riddles. He just couldn't think of stupid answers to dad jokes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Nice job, we found dude. his little niche, his niche, dude. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one. David's father has three sons. Snap, crackle, and
0: wait david
2: snap snap, crackle and
0: isn't david. it him because he said david's nah, father no, has to te- oh david. nice let's go
2: okay. yes all right how about this one okay this is all you daryl can either of you name three consecutive days without using the words monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday or sunday hmm. all right
1: run that back <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I And you again. name three consecutive days without using the words Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday.
1: Oh. You name three consecutive days. What? You name three consecutive days. I don't hurt yourself, boys.
2: Just a riddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly dying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've lost the will to live. I cannot think of an answer. I don't know, dude. Fucking broke my my brain.
1: (laughs) The answer's like on the tip of my tongue, but I I just can't spit it out. Yesterday, yesterday, Ah. today, and tomorrow.
2: Oh my
3: (laughs) god.
2: (sighs) I was trying to think of some like alternate answers. I don't know if you could do like christmas eve christmas and the day after christmas <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i guess you know? could just
0: say like january 24th 25th 26th or whatever you know whatever like just yeah. like three days like that damn it dude yeah. i wasn't even thinking like that for the way the the riddles worded like you just you're yeah. just only thinking of days of the week right and you're like wow what? What? <laughs> <laughs> all right last one here all right last one let's go
2: mr and mrs mustard have six daughters and each daughter has one brother how many people are in the mustard family Okay, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs>
0: Mustard have. Wait, say that again. Each have or have. Mr.
2: and Mrs. Daughter. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Colhoven have six daughters, <laughs> and each daughter has one brother. How many people are in the Mustard, the Colhoven family? Uh,
0: okay, um. Nine. Six,
2: nine. They have six daughters, and each daughter has one brother.
0: I'm saying nine. To- nine total.
2: Daryl.
1: Final answer. Uh dude, I'm just gonna say something random. Fifteen. Colin. Get Smart it? one here. Yeah, dude, because
0: they could all have the same brother. Each yeah. w- each hey, one can I have, have one the same brother. one brother. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. um, immediately i was like 14 it's gotta be 14, <laughs> 14. yeah yeah, yeah. oh dude okay i'm digging this new this new riddle shit right here oh, oh, oh. Was, that was pretty dope good stuff
2: a little more brain teasing Wake like the juices up you know
0: oh i'm juicing i'm juicing yeah, yeah. i'm drinking a kale smoothie right now so oh wow yeah,
2: broke the fast with the kale smoothie.
0: <laughs> no, I had pizza earlier, so I'm just having a little. something. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. I'm just having a little healthy oh, okay. drink for the show, but I had some pizza earlier.
2: Had a so. whole large pizza.
0: No, I had four slices
2: though. So <laughs> <laughs> four is average.
0: It was from uh, Mountain Mike's, so the slices are oh, they're smaller, yeah. you know. So, but like, it's still like it's still a lot of slices. So, what are you gonna do? Very
2: expensive. Yeah. Pizza out here is
0: yeah, it was thirty two dollars for a large. Yeah. I mean, I One picked, pizza. I, like I picked it up instead of getting delivery, but I was like, "Damn, yeah. dude,
2: you get delivery? It's like forty bucks." Yeah, you gotta be fucking joking, me.
0: The only like thing I would say is like it's gonna be like three meals for me, so it's kind of like ten dollars a meal. That's that's how I was looking at it, you know. Mm. Which is still a lot. Don't get me wrong, but at least it's not Bro, like
2: you know five dollars. Little Caesars.
0: I know. I know. I miss Little Caesars. I'm a fan. Pizza, pizza. I'm a fan.
2: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Once again, this show is brought to you by Patreon. If you like what we do and you want to support the bi weekly trophy hunting nonsense that is Trophy Talk Podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash trophy talk podcast where you can find a tier of support that makes sense for you. You can even submit questions to the show like some of our fine patrons do. And at our highest tier, you get to be a guest on the show. So if that's something that you're interested in, go on over and check it out want to give a special thank you and shout out to our Patreon supporters over there. We got ourselves, and I'm just going in order, boys. It's been a long week. We got ourselves (laughs) Chaz Bilby, the Cy G Cooper, Pat the Trophy Hunter, Slugger, B-Down, Maximum Carnage, Skrillis, Smackerly, King6969, Diego Juan, and JB Trophy Hunter. Thank you very much for your support of the show. I know, but we got to squad up, dude. Squad up. Squad up, dude. Become part of the squad. You know what I'm saying? oh no. Okay. And I think Eli needs a little more practice reading out loud. So I'm going to shoot the first Patreon question over to you. It comes to us yeah, from King6969. What does he want Appreciate to
2: shoot it? It's like seven words. I know. I mean, that's all you can do. <laughs> <so>, uh... what? <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on PS stars? Wow. Fantastic. Oh, wow. I counted them right, too. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Just <laughs> seven words. I don't know about PS. It's like, it's just two letters. That's two but, you letters. Know. I mean, technically, that a word? That's
0: one word, right? PlayStation? PlayStation so. is one word. Yeah. yeah what are you... Oh, nice job. All right. Well, Daryl, what do you think about PlayStation Stars? Of course, the newly launched service and program from Sony. What do you think? What's your initial take?
1: Um, You know, the more I read into this, um kind of like 50-50. I, I don't know how to really answer yet. Um, the, the program's really, it's only been out for a few days here in the North Amer- North American area. So not much to really say, but I will kind of like talk about some things that caught my eye as to why I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know if this is a good program. Um, I mean, if the obvious thing is like a lot of people were expecting something similar to, you know, the rewards program, like back in 17, mm-hmm. 2017, you know, with getting points from earning trophies i think a lot of people were hoping to see something like that that's not the case uh so a lot of people are pretty pretty disappointed in that area so um yeah the the things i kind of noticed is just you know the amount of points that you get for for certain games there's not really a like definitive like point system So however much you purchase, that kind of translates to how many points you get. And I I looked at some of the games that you can earn points for in one of the campaigns where you can buy like NBA 2K23 or Madden. Um, I think the the Calabunga collection was in that um, selection of games to choose from.
0: Yeah, it pissed me off because I bought it like, you know, a month ago or whatever. So.
1: Yeah, so, like, you can choose from a number of those games, but you, the price the price varies between all, game, all those games, but you get the same amount of points, if I understand that correct. Um,
0: well, so you do, just to clarify, because I purchased Modern Warfare 2 the other day, I pre-ordered it, right? So yesterday the program launched, and I pre-ordered that game the same day, and I got 700 points. So I, okay. I think the way that it works is that you get 100 points per $10 that you spend. But the thing that we're referencing right now is a specific campaign, like an extra reward. So let's say, for example, you're talking about Cowabunga Collection, which is $40. If you did that, you would get 40 or 400 points in addition to the extra 50 points from the campaign. Because the campaign is just giving you 50 points for purchasing any of those particular titles. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah.
1: I actually heard about that where I think for every dollar you spend, you get like a similar, a specific number of points for every dollar you spend. So that makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. So that kind of changes my views on it a little bit. Um. I was wondering, how the hell are people going to mass so many points? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, like, cause it, that, that was another thing like reading online, you have two years to use or from the point from the point of time that you earn these points you have two years from that time to spend it or i guess it just vanishes
3: oh wow Um, okay
1: which is quite a short amount of time especially if it's not like a, a program you're really like hardcore following um Yeah, if you're like on this, like if you're just constantly racking up points, um, I don't think the two years is really a a huge factor for you. It'd probably be more like worrisome for someone like me who's like, oh, you know, maybe I can get enough points. Oh, you know, that two years is coming around pretty quickly. I haven't earned earned much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, okay, that kind of changes my view on that. I don't know if it's I'm totally sold on the program, but I can see how you can get points. Yeah,
0: Yeah. so if you're buying, like, expensive games, if you're buying new games, $70 games, you'll earn points, like, not fast, right? Because I think if we look at the rewards, the exchange rate, if I'm pulling it up on my phone right now just to double check. So the exchange rate is you can get a $5 PSN gift card. That's 1,250 points. So you have spent $125, which basically means if you buy two games at full price, you get $5 off your next game. That's kind of how it works out.
1: Okay. Got yeah. It. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Which,
0: which As, is like, I don't know if that's good or not. I mean, it's not horrible. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I guess the, it, we just kind of need time to really see the, like the benefits and the negatives of this program. Cause you know, it's only been out for a few days. So not a whole lot to say, maybe like a year's time. We'll probably have a better idea of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I get. I did start like one of the campaigns just out of curiosity. It was the, you know, it's the, like the different songs from the year 1994. It just like gave you a list of songs and you had to play or at least launch the game that's tied to the song. So one yeah. of the songs was Wild Night and the game for that is Until Dawn. So I, I, I peeped it out right away. Like when I got home from work, I just... Redownloaded until dawn and launched it out of curiosity just because i wanted to see how this program works and also because i've been reading online that you know sony's really heavily pushing digital purchases mm-hmm. so there's a lot of this talk that you know if you make a digital purchase you know you're going to earn points for those but there's not a whole lot of info on like the physical purchases and I've kind of been getting uh, into like a lot of these physical purchases lately, especially because I like the game. And there's just a like a nostalgia factor of having the game in my hand. so games like Sekiro and now Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I wish I had physical copies for those games, but there's not a lot of information about physical purchases. So I have a physical copy of Until Dawn. And if if you're looking to start a campaign, uh, you would actually have to go through the app to start it manually. Um, there was a couple that said auto uh, auto start or something. Basically, it just, it just oh, happened auto to registered? Be... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like already active when I clicked on it, uh, which is weird, but I'm seeing a lot online where it's like if you actually want to get or complete objectives for a campaign, you actually have to start it on your app. So I mm. did that. I just started the app or the campaign... Or that um, um for the that objective for a while um until dawn and strangely enough I actually got the check mark off of that objectives list for launching until dawn so I think there's a possibility that you can also earn like the objectives through your physical purchases but' just not a hundred percent sure
0: yeah. So we talked about a little bit before we started recording, but I think – so the language on some of these campaigns is important, right? So the description for that campaign you're talking about to play the songs, it says, launch the game matching the song. And it, it's not really specific on, like, purchase the game or, like, get it from the PSN store or whatever. So I think as long as you launch the game, whether it's digitally or physically, it doesn't really matter, right? Um, Same thing for the other challenge for the week, which is to pick a fight honoring 30 years of Hadoukens, and it lists a couple different fighting games that you can play. I'm pretty sure even if you you own it digitally or if you put the disc in for Street Fighter V, it doesn't matter as long as you just play a match, right? But the first challenge we talked about where it's like you get 50 points for purchasing a a few select number of games, I think that has to be through the PlayStation Store because it says PlayStation Store picks. Grab Mm -hmm. your next favorite game buy one of these select games from the PlayStation store. And so I don't know if that will register unless you do a digital purchase. It is possible though. And I'm I'm sure I could find someone who knows, like if I bought the last of us part one, which is one of the options physically, and I put it in my PlayStation, my PlayStation account now knows. And obviously my, my profile knows that I've played last of us part one. Is that going to give me the check mark for this? Or did I have to buy it digitally? That part I'm not sure on. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's I just, just going to depend.
2: Go ahead. I find it very odd because you're talking about starting these campaigns on the app. Why mm-hmm. the fuck would you have to start the campaign? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, shouldn't it just auto start it just for you? Just give me points when I do shit. Like, what the hell do I have to go in? If I don't start it, then I don't get the points for doing that objective? What kind yeah. of shit is that? I th- yeah, you also
0: have to register or, like, opt in. So, like, when I turned on the app or opened the app yesterday once the program launched, I had to like accept and like go in and be like, yes, I want to take part in PlayStation stars. I think by Mm -hmm. default, it doesn't track any of it for you until you, you know, like do that. And I I should also note it it took about, yeah, it it also took like two hours to sync. So like I pre-ordered modern warfare two, And then like, it wasn't until like an hour or at least an hour and a half to two hours later that I looked and it was like, it gave me the points for it on my uh, phone. Like I could tell. Mm. So it took a little bit of time for it to register. Mm
1: -hmm. So you're like at a tier two now with that one purchase, huh?
0: Yeah, so I'm level two, which apparently, so what you had to do for level one was purchase one full game and you had to earn, I think it was two rare or above trophies. And now to get to level three, I need to purchase two games total. So I have to buy one more game, but I have to earn 32 total rare trophies. So the thing that I think is kind of cool, and I'm curious what you think, Eli, is that trophies are, like, kind of intrinsically tied into this as part of the leveling up process. I don't know what, like, leveling up does, right? Does it do anything if I, like, I don't understand, like, if there's any point to it. But at least, like, right now, you have to earn rarer above trophies. So what do you think about that?
2: Wow, this whole thing is, like, super confusing me. This Starting campaigns, all these, dude, I I don't really know.
0: Have you looked on your? I mean, you getting,
2: yeah. Okay. I mean, I get the opt in thing because you have to like, they have to like put you into some system, right? They right. probably just pull that information from you, have to agree to let them pull your information, you know, instead of you entering your stuff manually or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Earning trophies, I don't see that on here because this thing's kind of weird, but um, are, are earning rare and above they're going by the uh, the yeah, native the, the rarity yeah hmm
0: so it's not hard right like that's rare okay. is like yeah it's not too hard
2: I wish they would just make it anything and and give you rewards based on bronze silver or gold but also that's not really fair you know you got the I think it's a good thing they do it that way because you know things like uh, Wolfenstein actually gives it a better mm-hmm you know, boost to that. You know, in the future, as things change. Maybe they'll add stuff that you know, under point one ultra rares or whatever. And then, and then that Wolfenstein trophy would actually Mein Leben would mean a little bit more.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe they're trying to, and then like all those all the shitter trophies, jumping Mexican beans or whatever the hell it's called. You know, right? Those those won't really get you anything on this service. So I think that's a good way for them to, to you know, try to curb that yeah market yeah Two i trophy agree hunters go for the stars points
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's kind of cool i mean i mean ultimately like i was a little sour on it at first because i was like oh man it could have been so much different like the campaigns felt a little bit stale to me like what are, what are they really buy a specific game is one another one is play a fighting game match of like only four options and then the other one is like you have to own these really specific like games that correlate to these songs so i hope that that they don't tell you that they don't tell yeah which i kind of like the secret aspect of that but i'm more just thinking like i think they should tie their campaigns into more games that are offered on the basic level of playstation plus like the two games that are free every month should help you earn like at least one of these campaigns mm. every time because yeah. otherwise it's just an uneven like playing field you know yeah um but we'll yeah, see.
2: spend a bunch of money and earn points. it's the first i, th- month, I think so. it's i think it's funny they like pick up your next favorite game it's like these are fucking shitters who are yeah. you to tell me <laughs> this is going to be my next favorite game right so who, here's the who, here's who the options for this
0: nba 2k 23 saints row 5 tmnt collection the last of us part one inscription madden nfl 23 so like now i
2: i honestly don't want to buy any of them now yeah Tell me it's my next favorite game. Get the hell out of
0: here. Well, and again, it's annoying because I have the Platinum in the TMNT collection. And I bought it a yeah. month ago, but I don't get progress for that, you know?
3: No.
0: Um, yeah. But But ultimately, again, it's free. You opt into it. You don't have to pay any attention to it if you don't want to. And really, I think what it's designed to do is, like, just let me continue what I already do and get some slight rewards maybe on the way. So if I'm going to keep purchasing games digitally anyway throughout the year, I might as well slowly earn enough to get $5 off at some point. It doesn't cost me anything to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I get it. Like, people are a little upset. It could be more. Sure. It's the first month, and it's free. So let's just kind of wait and see, like, what happens. For now, I've got a cool little collectible of a fucking (laughs) T-Rex that I have displayed in my (laughs) display case. And I'm hanging on, you know?
2: Yeah, these uh, rewards are pretty whack, too, in my opinion. IMO. IMO, yeah. I'm not buying All these stupid, like, digital... We're already getting trophies that are, like, you know, digital rewards right like let us show those off in like a trophy room or something imagine all your trophies that you've ever earned like lined up in like a hall of fame that you walk down you can see all your trophies physically or something like that yeah that'd be kind of cool that's not a fucking t-rex fucking statue like what right what is that <laughs> right that Has me... nothing to do with what i'm doing here
0: let me display my platinums on my profile that i already have you know like yeah. l- if i could pick like three badges or three platinums from games i've played and put or those on a, my profile, you know?
2: Yeah. Just make up these random stupid objects that I'm like, yeah, you want these. Sign up for stars. <laughs> no, I don't want those. <laughs> fuck? I'm basically,
0: I think there's no time I would ever just not redeem them for a PlayStation credit. Like the points are always going to just go towards PlayStation oh, yeah. credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because I think you can get, let me just check one more time. I know you can get two different versions. So there's $5 for 1,250 points or five thousand points gets you twenty dollars so essentially if you've spent five hundred dollars you get twenty dollars nice yeah
2: that's that's, that's the thing uh, that's better than zero it's you're better- gonna spend it you're spending you've been spending this money this whole time. Yeah. I guarantee all of us have spent over $500 yeah. on the store. Yeah, yeah, you'd totally. Have, you'd have $20, $40 in your pocket.
0: Well, that's, that's why it's like. like $1,000, $1, dude?
2: You get $40? Say it in that terms. That's kind of rough. Or dude. do
0: I just buy these little digital collectibles, the Pink Monkey Diorama or the Punto oh, Diorama yeah. for like 200 Because like, I mean, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know. They
2: do give you games that you can get with the points, too. I don't know how that correlates to...
0: Yeah, so let's see. You it's can like
2: select games, right?
0: Right. So Sekiro is 15,000 points. It takes 2 is 10,000. So wait a second. Sekiro is 15,000 points. So Sekiro is the equivalent of $60. <laughs> Full price. Wait, because right? Cuz 5,000 points gets you a $20 PSN card, right? So if I'm gonna have fifteen thousand points, I could either get sixty dollars in PSN cards, or I could trade them in for Sekiro.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm sure Sekiro—if you're buying Sekiro in 2022 for sixty dollars, you're a chump. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hades is only twenty-five. Hades is only six thousand two hundred fifty points. So that is twenty-five bucks. Yeah, twenty-five bucks. Yeah, exactly. Is that fair? Probably about what you're it gonna
2: is. have to. You're gonna have to.
0: Like you're you'll have to design. You're going to have to
2: do your, your you, research and you, see what's worth it. But yeah. at least they offer something. Oh, they, 20 bucks. They do. And I'm assuming like those bucks.
0: will change like as like month to month the campaigns are going to be different and the stuff's going to be different. So again, it's the first yeah. month it launched. We'll we'll check back in maybe by the end of the year and see what we think. For right now, I'm I'm just happy to see another little thing. You know, it's another little thing to check on my PlayStation app when I open it up and then I just move on, you know. So Sick. (laughs) But thank you for the question, King, 6969. Much appreciated, sir.
2: Thanks for bringing it up.
0: Right? spot. All right, let's get into Maximum Carnage's question. Now, we got a repeat of a question, in a sense, that he asked last time. Mm. We have our typical choices here, boys. We've got, we can either keep, sequel, reboot, or delete. However, we now have to delete two games because we are given five choices. Are you ready? We have I'm ready. BioShock, Resident Evil, Dead Space, Devil May Cry, and Silent Hill. Daryl, what did you have?
1: Oh man, don't put me on the spot this time. Mhm.
3: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh okay, cool. Um I'm glad uh, Max Carnage Actually, um, submitted this question pretty early because it, it did take me a while to think about this. So, it, it was funny that you mentioned it. I'm being very generous. Right. And I want to hear your thoughts. So, uh appreciate that. Uh, so, keep. I got to go with my game, uh, the game that kind of just launched me into the survival horror scene Dead Space. Ooh. So, I will be keeping Dead Space. Um, just the way it is. I think the way this is fine.
0: You like some I of that think... Dead Dead Space three, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll kind of touch on that in, in a little bit. Okay, but I I think for it's kind of hard because for like a great trilogy, all three game or at least all three forms of media need to be good. So it's like a movie, TV series nowadays don't really fit that fit that criteria criteria because they're so long nowadays you get them like well well past five seasons now. It's like twenty seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Like who the fuck watches that show? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um but but yeah it's like a great trilogy I think it's just you gotta have really like three really good games. And I think Dead Space One and two for sure fit that criteria but Dead Space Three not to really hate on it so much, because I haven't played the entire game, but from what I did play, I just wasn't really feeling it compared to the other two. The other two I love so much. I, I got all the achievements on Dead Space 1, and I was working on Dead Space 2 as well, um, just never got around to getting the 1,000 uh, gamer score points for that. Yeah. But Dead Space 3, it just didn't have that, that same vibe as the other two. And I never did complete the game, so I can't really give a good judgment call on how great that game is. I just know it's probably one of the lesser like games in that series. But I think if that game were to continue, I just feel like it might have just watered down that whole series. So that's why I want to keep it the way it is, because out of the three, the first two are really good. Um, Dead Space 3, I, I hear people like it, some don't. Yeah. But I think if it were to continue on, I think the series can you know hurt itself a little bit more with another game. Mm-hmm. Um so I'll keep it I'll keep it the way it is. Uh for sequel, uh this is probably no surprise. I think Resident Evil you. get a sequel. That's right, boy. I, <laughs> you know it. I just <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know that would, would get you going, Colin.
0: I agree. I'll tell you. I, I'll spoiler alert. I agree with you on that In the sequel. I
1: put Resident Evil as well. Nice. I, I think most people w- would agree that uh, a sequel is necessary for Resident Evil. Just for an OG series, I think that series is having like a resurgence. Like. With 5 kind of taking a very obvious direction. And I haven't played 6, but I've kind of heard some some things about 6. With, you know, the series and, you know, people getting worried about where the series is going. But just with how successful RE7's been and even Resident Evil 8, I really enjoy those two games. I just think it's a really great look for the series and for Capcom. I think Capcom is hitting, you know hitting everything that survival horror fans love you know those two games especially with the first point uh you know the point of view the first person point of view i think it's awesome Mm -hmm. it's definitely a different look for the game and it's a breath of fresh air and i just hope that capcom rides that momentum because the series is is looking great right now so uh with rea and how great of a game that is i think um a sequel is just necessary for this game and for that series as a whole.
0: Totally, man. I mean, if you look at it, you got like... Let's look at Resident Evil since 2017. You've got RE7, all its DLC. RE2 Remake. RE3 Remake. RE Village. I mean... Come on. <laughs> Those games are all fucking awesome. And you've got RE4 Remake coming out next year. So, I totally agree with you. I think Capcom is like knocking it out of the park with this series right now it's probably the best resident evil has been since the original trilogy on playstation one so i am incredibly excited to see what they got moving forward
1: damn i completely forgot about re2 and re3 remake i forgot about (laughs) those games (laughs) well yeah but but they're not the new ones so
0: yeah i get what you i get why you didn't include them but yeah everything they're doing is really good right now so it's great
1: uh so for reboot uh, you know, the list is starting to get short now. So the, these next few calls, uh, <laughs> it's gonna, you know, it's gonna upset a few people depending on where your heart's lie with some of these, ser- uh, these series. So for me reboot, I put Silent Hill. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people have been wanting a new Silent Hill game for a while. Uh, For me, I've always wanted to play a Silent Hill game. This was a series that was introduced to me at a very young age. I will say like five. I never played it, but at my uncle's house, the cool uncle out of the whole family, he was (laughs) like, oh, this is a scary game. (laughs) And at the time, I'm just like... (laughs) Video games aren't supposed to be scary, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but it, it was definitely a game that stuck with me for a while because I've always wanted to like play this game. And now that I'm at an age that I can tolerate most horror games, I think you know I, I need to fill that, that itch with like Silent Hill. And um, I played the PT teaser back on the PS4, a lot of people were streaming it back then, so I really wanted to check it out for myself. And I got to say, it, for a walking horror sim game, it was very tense, uh, very freaky, and I wanted to place more of it. And when it was, like, revealed that this was, like, the new Silent Hill game with Norman Reedus as the protagonist, that got me me even more hype because I was a big Walking Dead fan back in the day. So just see him there, I was like, damn, dude, they got that guy from The Walking Dead to be on here. It's like, for sure I'm going to play this game now. Mm. Um. For me, I don't plan on really playing the older versions in the game, you know. So, I'm hopeful that there's gonna be a reboot of the Silent Hill series for PS5, hopefully. So, I really want to play, you know, this game. Me too. This notorious game in the survival horror scene.
0: Yeah, man. God, there have been rumors about Silent Hill and a reboot, and God, it's been fucking like years at this point. People are like, oh, there's a new Silent Hill getting made. There's a new Silent Hill getting made. And I think, like, we're pretty close to, like, 100% confirmed that Bloober Team is, in fact, remaking Silent Hill 2. We know that's one of the projects. And we know a trademark was filed for Silent Hill, a short message, recently. And we don't know what that game is, but conceivably there's two Silent Hill games in development right now. So I think we're not far off from getting your wish, Daryl, and you being able to play it on PS5. So stay tuned. Oh, man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I cannot wait until they reveal that, you know, here it is. (laughs) What you guys have all been (laughs) waiting for. I'm waiting for that. Oh, me too. Uh, So, that leaves just the games I would delete. So, if you've been uh, following my answers, the last two games I would delete is Bioshock and Devil May Cry. Uh, These two games did not make the cut. And I'll kind of explain Why? You know, yeah, please my do. whole reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I played Bioshock One and Two. They're both great games. I love them. I never I played Infinite, but just like you, Colin, with RE4, mm-hmm. there's just a point to that game where I just stopped playing. And it's the part where um I think you just unlock like the ability to slow things around you. And there's just like this massive fight outside of a courthouse that's as much as I can remember when I last played it like six or seven years ago
0: is it when you get the skyhook
1: uh, I think it's a little bit further than that
0: okay yeah I know what you're talking about
1: yeah it's kind of like when you get to the the area the area that's a little beat down yes um, yes yeah it's that part of the story okay so the games there's like a pattern to the games I've kept um a sequel and a reboot they're all survival horror games and Mm -hmm. i I enjoy those games Uh, when you compare bioshock to them it's just not in that kind of genre that i i'm really attached to so if it was like in a different question grouped up with some other games this game will probably be in like the keep um segment but Mm -hmm. just because i'm talking about dead space resident evil silent hill I just have more attachment to these games and Silent Hill I've never played, but I've always wanted to play it. So there's just that, you know, that need for me to like, um, you know, there's just an attachment factor to all these games. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say Bioshock's bad. It's just, it's grouped up against some really, really like freaking amazing games. So that's kind of the reason why I deleted it. I think I can survive without Bioshock. Yeah. Um, You know, sad to say. It's a genre. Not everyone fits in the genre. Not
2: so everyone fits in the genre. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a
3: genre.
2: I,
0: I understand what you mean, though, Daryl. Because if you were going to say, like, let's put Bioshock up against, fuck, I don't know. I mean, it, honestly, in a weird way, they're first-person shooters. Like, at the at the end of the day. Like, I don't I don't know. Put what what it up category. against
2: any of those three. I mean, it would beat all the three of those out, but sure.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll get to you
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. all right. Go ahead. And, uh, yeah, so Bioshock and Devil May Cry. <clears throat> this is another game I've never played, uh, so it's kind of easy for me to make this the second game I would delete. And the reason why is just because <clears throat> the, the Devil May Cry game, I've never played any of these games, but I've kind of seen what Dante's capable of in another game which is Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3. Mm -hmm. And, I man, that dude was super fun to watch. Like, I was shit with him, but, like, just watching pro players play with Dante was amazing. Like, the (laughs) combos they would pull off. And I'm just like, dude, I want to play that character, but he's so damn hard because he's combo heavy. And it's just... I'm not really good at chaining combos together in fighting games. And I don't think I would be any better... You know, playing the, uh, the Devil May Cry games because, like I said, I never played it, so I kind of just watched a few videos off of YouTube on like combos and the actual Devil Devil May Cry games. I'm like, um, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. uh, that that's totally turning me off because I don't want to pull, I don't want to do combos in these games. I'm just it's too much effort, too much stress, and um, yeah, I don't need that in my life, man.
0: Hell yeah, dude. So, I agree. Right, like, I think Devil May Cry, it looks cool, but goddamn, I don't want to get S-rank on all those fucking levels with that many difficulty choices and blah blah. It's, it, I mean, ultimately, like, in my mind, it's hard to not think about, like, playing these in terms of, like, also trying to get the trophies in them, and Devil May Cry lists are some of the hardest, most, like, fucking notoriously annoying trophy lists that exist for that genre, so I'm cool, and I've never played any of those either, so... Let's go let's go to you pretty quick here, Eli, but I'll just say because it's it's like no surprise probably for people, I have the exact same choices that you did. I kept wow. I kept Dead Space, I, I sequeled Resident Evil, I rebooted Silent Hill, and I deleted Bioshock and Devil May Cry. I think the difference is I've only beaten Bioshock Infinite. And I played Bioshock One and Two a little bit, probably like five or ten hours each. And I just don't know, dude. I I'm not. I continue to be unimpressed by Bioshock from a mechanical gameplay standpoint. I think the argument can be made that the stories are incredible. I wouldn't know for the first two games, but I take people's word on it that they were pretty revolutionary at the time. But I just don't think that those games as shooters hold up at all, and I don't think they're very fun to play. So I am deleting Bioshock and I'm deleting Bi- Devil May Cry, rebooting Silent Hill. Because I wanted it. I wanted the the Silent Hills thing with Norman Reedus, just like you. Thought it looked awesome. I never played Silent Hill as a kid. I always felt like it was... You were either a Resident Evil player or you played Silent Hill, right? And I just ended up going Resident Evil. And, uh, yeah. And then Dead Space, I think the first... I've never played Dead Space 3, but I thought the first two games were great. And uh, fans are really happy with those games. And I think if we kept them as is, they would continue to live on as like kind of cult classic survival horror games and uh yeah resident evil i want to see the resident evil 9 you know sequel follow-up to resident evil 7 and 8 um i i ultimately like i understand like how much can you do with this franchise like is this just going to go on forever i don't know i think maybe end it at a clean resident evil 10 i'm happy with that honestly down the road but for right now i want to see resident evil 9 and, uh yeah so anyway I had pretty i had the exact same answers only for slightly different reasons what what did you have Eli for this
2: okay so keep keeping Bioshock
0: nice all right something so, way
2: different okay so for clarity here i don't I don't think I've played any of these games okay okay but oh no I've played bio I played a little bit of bioshock That's and a, i was yeah, digging I, you did. I was digging what i what i what i played mm-hmm. uh and it's just like so uh such a big game in the in the gaming space, I feel like it's something you don't really want to delete. You know, I think it should d- d- at least be there. For it's important nostalgia, nostalgia value. Yeah, yeah, and like it's it's. I played that on. I played it on three sixty, and it was, you know, it wasn't spiral on PS two. That's for sure. <laughs> fine. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so just just keep that where it is, and then uh, for the sequel, I went devil may cry Ooh. that's just just badass dude mm. i mean all these walking sims let's do some <laughs> fucking fancy maneuvers you know what i'm saying let's yeah. fuck shit up let's break some necks and you know cash some checks but so we're going with the with the sequel for that one okay and then for the reboot i went dead space which i think we're already getting right you are get
0: you're getting uh, yeah remake slash remaster yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Mine's basically just on more of a badass scale. Like, one, <laughs> Bioshock's bass is like, you know, it's well-known among gamers everywhere, right? Right. Devil May Cry is just super badass game. Everything about it. Like, a motorcycle gun. Isn't that the one with a motorcycle gun? That's fucking sick, dude. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You want to delete that shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk about, like, doing stuff you can't do in real life you want to walk around in a, I don't know, in a, a zombie in a field mm-hmm. with a tall woman chasing you. whoop do doo Anyways. Mm-hmm. You won't have uh, that. You won't have that. Life, you know?
3: <laughs> oh!
2: Get on, Good one. me! Uh, Go But yeah, and then Dead Space, I think, is the more badass version of Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so yeah, I'll just delete those two shitters. Silent Hill and Resident Evil.
0: Wow, dude. Much different. Much different release. Or, uh, much different release. Much different ordering. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Listen, the hard part about this exercise is that all of these franchises are important to video games, right? Like, I think ultimately at the end of the day, you can make an argument for every single one of these franchises as having been influential and important. The thing is, if you're looking at recency and what games are still relevant today, Resident Evil and Devil May Cry are the only two that have had games in the last five years. Okay, yeah,
2: That Space is coming out, right? It's it is, not out. It, it is but coming like, out, but brought... it,
0: but it's but it is it isn't. Yeah, it is coming out. It's not out yet, and it's a remaster remake of the first game. It's not a new game. Devil May Cry mm-hmm. and, Re- and Resident Evil have had new games in the last five years, multiple. And BioShock and Silent Hill have not been relevant for a long time. Silent Hill has not been relevant for a very long time. Uh, and that's why I did the reboot thing for that because I have it I missed it, and I fucking feel like I like, you know, I want to try it out. But I totally respect your answers. That's the thing. Like, the, you can make an argument anyway for these, you know. Yep. Um, yeah. So good, good question there. Maximum Carnage. Appreciate that. And I liked how you had three, uh, three Resident Evil slash, you know, Dead Space, Silent Hill games, whatever going on because it's Spooktober. You had three survival horror games.
2: That's what I meant. some better games for Spooktober, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, speaking, of, speaking of speaking games for uh Epic Games got some good games for uh for Spooktober. Do they you got think? that Slain Slain back from Hell for free and this other one called R- Rising Hell, which is like a uh vertical roguelike like 8-bitty type deal.
0: Oh wow, okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good shout out there. Thank you for that.
2: Always got it. Go shout and check out. that
0: out. Go and check that out, peeps. Free games. Nothing to scoff at, okay? All right. Next question comes to us from Slugger, and he wants to know, what is your favorite album start to finish? Now, the person with the most on here is Eli, and I feel like you're the metalhead. You're I think, you know, on the surface, I would assume you're more into music and that kind of stuff than than I am. What do you got for this?
2: Yeah, this was kind of tough for me. I kind of, it started bringing back all kinds of memories. As you can see, I went nuts on what I was typing up. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. So I could probably, I could probably shorten some of it, but there's nothing better to me than like that two thousands metal. Like, above all, I could listen to that stuff forever. There's like they've gotten way too crazy these days, and like a little, little too much for me. Like, there's Lorna Shore and I Prevail are like pretty popular now. That come to mind, and like just the the vocalists just do like the most insane shit with with their vocal cords. It's actually pretty wild. Uh, There's two songs. I think Lorna Lorna Shore is like "To the Hellfire" something like that, and then I Prevail has got the Demolisher song. They got like super popular, and those guys are just absolutely nuts. But that's like the new stuff, and then I had like. You know, thinking of like old stuff too, with uh, like Black Sabbath, the Black Sabbath album. I think is one I could listen back to back. You know, that's like full of bangers. Yeah. Um, and like, then there was, cause there's a lot of the problem. With the album, like, cohesively has to be like all there. And like, there's a ton of bands that have like really good songs on some albums, and the other songs on that albums just don't do it for me like pantera is probably my number one that's the number one band of all time uh Damn. for sure for sure uh and the, their song "Domination" is the best song by the best band of all time okay like, wow I'll you for that yeah. wow it's a uh, pretty bang banger uh but they've like their albums there's a lot of good songs on them but it's like so like a best greatest hits would probably be good for, for them, right? Same with like Rob Zombie, yeah. Some of those are hit or miss for me, too. Uh, yeah, and then I'll, I've always had this like four, I think, like the four best albums of all time, uh, at least in my existence. So you got All Shall Perish, Price of Existence, Suicide Silence, uh, The Cleansing, but. What really, what really started get get me into it? They had these demos. I don't know if you listened to them back then. you know, a little skater kid. You uh, listened to Suicide Silence.
0: I didn't listen to them. No, it's funny when you said that name. I was like, man, that's one of the ones that you wrote down. I actually don't recognize.
2: Mm. Yeah, they got. They're like actually pretty. Uh, not pop metal. They're like they're like super big. Okay. Like more mainstream. Pretty popular. Yeah. But they had the, when they were coming out, they had these demos that would, that were like, they used um, like sound bites in them. And they had one with like Peter Griffin in it. And it was just, that was on repeat all the time. But I think that that cleansing album is just like an absolute banger. Um, What's that song called on there? Put your shades on. No pity for a coward. This is like one of the best songs of all time, too. But damn. And then, so, Lamb of God Ashes of the Wake. Uh I almost picked the New American Gospel cuz it uh has a black label song on it, but Ashes of the Wake is the more all, you know. All songs on it are absolute bangers.
0: That's the one I've listened to the most.
2: Oh, at Lamb of God. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then The Fourth is the Kill Switch Engaged. The Kill Switch Engage like self-titled album was their first one. I think they had like different members back then. It was kind of like a demo type deal. Uh I think that one was the best. I think a lot of the their first album, it's like Alive, Barely Breathing or something, Alive and Still Breathing is like there's a couple songs on it from there, I think that they uh they had switched up like members at that time. But yeah dude. This, this, yeah. I, I feel like i can keep going for i can keep going we for gotta days. do it it sounds like we're uh, doing a
0: music podcast next you know that's i mean
2: we could dude <laughs> this
0: would be way different yeah no I'll i know just it's so hard to like think of man this question this question took me the longest for sure of the of the ones this week like
2: yeah yeah i think uh all right, I'll just the the runner up the runner ups too were the Job for Cowboy Doom and the Through the Eyes of the Dead Malice album. Mm. I know I know I know Maximum Carnage listening. Hopefully he he gets a kick out of some of these. But, <laughs> yeah, and then sure. all these other bands. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rail these off real quick. Okay, okay. Got Black Black Dahlia Murder as Blood Runs Black. Bring Me the Horizon. Between the Buried to Me and As I Lay Dying. Those were all around that like same era when all this, this music was coming out. But they all had something like Black Dahlia Murder was like a little too thrashy for me. And As Blood Runs Black was just like a tiny bit too chuggy. And okay. then like, annotations of an autopsy were pretty good. And like Bring Me the Rise In and uh, uh, the BT Bam were just too sceney bopper for me. Same with As <laughs> I Lay Dying, dude.
0: Sceney <laughs> bopper. Uh,
2: Oh, I forgot. Kill any dead. They're they're probably one of my like, like second favorite band. But all their songs, all their bangers are like scattered across the albums too. So I couldn't really pick them. Okay. Uh, unless I do, I picked their Christmas album. Stalking stuff. Her. Wow. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Dude. So they redid all their tracks with uh, sound bites, and it's like all the best Christmas movies. It's like obviously metal, and like uh, you know more grotesque lyrics but it's it's pretty good around christmas time That's what i listen to during christmas time hell yeah um, dude and i wish you know slipknot uh you know was huge and you'd think I'd, I'd pick something like that i didn't listen to them as much back then they sung they they sang too much for me but i'm getting into it now i like I Slipknot. That.
0: that's when i listened to a decent amount back in middle school
2: yeah them and Avenged sevenfold were uh i like their first album sounding the seventh trumpet but the uh the uh the city of evil they just got too singy and poppy but i'm starting to appreciate it more now but waking the falling and the uh the actual avenge sevenfold album are i could if i had more nostalgia for it they could probably be on this list yeah but um if i had to pick one i'm gonna pick one and I'm gonna shoot for probably Oh man, this hurts. Stalker
0: stuffing, dude. No,
2: nah, I can't take away the four. Price of Existence, The Cleansing, Ashes of the Wake, and the Kill Switch Engage self title. Okay. Top four top four. I okay. can listen to any four of those. They're all tied. Yep.
0: Okay. Wow. Look at you know, definitely a metalhead over here, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Look at all those names. Those are yeah. some some death and dying spooktober shit. <laughs> 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 As blood runs black, you know, like mm-hmm. fucking oh man, the
2: names for metal bands are always so hardcore. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. They've gotten uh yeah, they're pretty It dude, it's too much to keep track of these days too. That's the that was another thing I realized doing this whole uh this whole thing was like you don't really get the album experience anymore, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah, you definitely um, don't.
0: Yeah, you Yeah.
2: Yeah, just like that that's how I like to listen to it. if I find if I hear a song, I'll try to like find an album, find one of their albums on uh YouTube Music and and listen to it through like that. Mm-hmm. And, and get the vibe. But there's still so many today. Like I can't I can't keep track of them. Like there's still more from this list from when I was younger, but I do there's no way if I got was getting into metal now, there would be nuts. There's like Yeah, There's a lot of good stuff going around. And you still got some old bands that are still around. Yeah, it's it's really
0: hard because in today's culture with streaming and Spotify and like being able to look up any song at random, you know, it's like you don't listen in the same way anymore. Like I remember going in and getting an album based purely on like maybe the artist, but primarily the album cover. Right. Like I'd go Mm. to like Kmart with my parents or something. Mm And it was like cool, like you know, I've got like ten dollars saved up. They're gonna give me five bucks, like go buy a, a CD, you know. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, what do I, what do I get, you know? And like you just mm-hmm. listen to the whole album, and some of the songs sucked, and some of them you might have liked, and some of them you're like, what the fuck am I even listening to? But that's like yeah. what you did is you kind of listen to it in a sequence as like one piece of media, and you just don't yep. do that anymore. So yeah, it, you should, yeah, you, you really should because they're designed to be listened to in that way, you know. Usually. Most of the time, yeah. Most of the time. Um, yeah. Well, what, what did you have, Daryl? What did you have for this?
1: Uh, for me, uh, like you, Colin, this question was a little challenging because prior to this question, I really didn't have a favorite album. I just have favorite songs. So I had to kind of, you know, take a memory trip and, like, try to figure out was there any albums I was particularly fond of and uh, luckily, I was able to find a couple to to bring to you on this show. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I had to go uh, back to my high school days, where um, I was a really, I'm a really big fan of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love their shit, dude. It's yeah, just, I love it. Um, but their album that I really enjoy the most is just, um, it's called East 1999 Eternal. Yeah. and it's got a lot of like their, you know, their most recognized songs like Crossroads, First of the Month. Um, but there's some other songs in there that I really enjoy listening to. It's just definitely got me got me uh you know, got me vibing in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: Any I of those mean, songs probably... come on, Daryl's dancing, dude. We all know
1: what that looks like. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i I can't really dance to those kind of songs man i feel like it's just those kind of songs where you're just like in the middle of dance floor you just have to like nod like "Mm,
0: mm." yeah Yeah. it's better for like car listening honestly than it is like dancing you know yeah for sure yeah yeah (laughs) um
1: but yeah this is a a album i I, I like listening to i've been listening to it all week it's just like damn I've been enjoying this album for years, and I've never really thought of it as, like, my first answer to Selector's question. Mm. It's, uh, it's a classic album. It really is. It really is. <sighs> and uh, for my second one, I, I picked the documentary by The Game. I also like that one. Uh, just when I was, I think this came out in, like, high school as well. And uh, I, I enjoyed it, you know, just being from L.A. and just hearing, like, his lyrics, um, it was it was nice, dude. It was nice. Remember dude. that one? That was a good one. Yeah, documentary is pretty good. Um, yeah, really great album. I I, I specifically remember that one just because um, the the album itself. You know how when you open up like the the album, like the actual uh album cover has like lyrics in it, or they had like some some um like information on like how. The artist actually came up with that song, so yeah, man. There's some There's a bit of depth behind the songs, and I guess that's like another thing I miss about albums. It's just that kind of stuff. Like, you see, like maybe pictures that they might like taken for the album. Um, you know, reading on like why the artist came up with the song. I, I actually like found out some shit from that album that I had never even realized. I was like, damn, this is some some pretty hard stuff here. I'm reading.
0: Yeah. I, I miss that, too. I mean, and to wrap it back, that's the thing I miss about games, too, man. The fucking manuals that came with games, right? You just mm-hmm. don't get any of that shit anymore. Like, And that's partly what turned me away from physical games purchasing. Like, if, if I bought a physical game and it still came with a game manual, I'd be probably more likely to do it. But it, yeah. it's essentially the same as me getting it digitally, right? I still even have to fucking download a patch when I get home. So what is the point in getting the physical game anymore? Um, Yeah. So I totally miss that as well. I agree. Um, All right. Well, shit, dude. I got... I couldn't make up my mind, man. I couldn't make up my mind. I had four different choices, okay? <laughs> and they're all kind of different. So I'll start with one that maybe would tie more into what Eli knows. um, And that would be Four Years Strong album of Rise or Die Trying. Do you, you know Four Years Strong? Nope. Okay. So they're kind of like metal-ish in terms of like their guitar and like how much you know their drums and like the way that they like yeah. compose a song it's kind of metal sounding but then the the singing is not like metal singing you know yeah. it's it's a little more kind of sceney bop i guess you would call yep. it as i
2: was <laughs>
0: yeah um but Ooh. i uh i found these guys in high school their album rise or Day tra- die trying came out in 2007 peak skater years for me sophomore mm. year of high school dude um, I got my iPod Touch, I remember. Or sorry, Nano. It was like the smaller one that also had like a screen that showed the album cover and shit. And I just remember being like, oh my God. So yeah, <laughs> Rise or Die Trying, Four Years Strong. Shout out to those guys. A uh, couple other ones, or my other one in high school that I really loved was senior year of high school, Atmosphere's album of When Life Gives You Lemons, You Paint That Shit Gold. Now, Atmosphere is a, a white guy rapper, right? But he's really good. Part of Rhyme Sayers Entertainment. He's from Minnesota area. And that, this album in particular is incredibly good. I highly recommend it. I saw him perform it live. Um, every song on here is kind of a banger. Like the rest of us, the skinny, puppets, should have known, you, your glass house. Like, oh my gosh. like There's probably not... It, like, they're all good. There maybe is one song on here that I'm like kind of meh about, but almost entirely, like the whole album, I would listen to it back to back. And then when I got into college, I started getting more into hip hop again And I really liked, actually, weirdly enough, when I was living in London, the album that I had on repeat was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye West. I fucking love this album. It is so good. And, like, the whole production about it, I remember, like, I bought it physically, right? Had that whole thing, like you're talking about, Daryl, with, like, notes from the artist and, like, different descriptions of the songs and the lyrics. And, man, it's great. Uh Highly recommend. And then the last one that I really got into post-college was Midnight Marauders by Tribe Called Quest. Came out in 1993. Fucking Tribe Called Quest is amazing. I played a lot of their stuff in my wedding because I like them so much. Really, really good. And, uh, yeah, so three hip-hop albums and uh, one kind of, like, scene emo album. But one of those is probably my favorite, front to back. It's it's tough to say. I, I really do like a bunch of different types of music. But lately, in the last few, like five years of my life, I don't really listen to that much music. Uh, w- because my commute is so long and I lose reception during parts of it, I really tend to favor podcasts that I can download to my phone. And so I just listen to more podcasts than anything. And then when I'm gaming, I'll listen to music, but it's like instrumental stuff. It's like mm-hmm. lo-fi, you know, or... You I don't
2: know, find it, man.
0: I'm a lo-fi kind of guy nowadays. Yeah. Um, so it's tough to say, but... Definitely, Kanye West, Tribe Called Quest, Four Year Strong, Atmosphere. Those are the people
2: right there. Check them out. Okay. Speaking of rap, dude, Afro Man probably one of the best rappers. Afro Man, dude, one hundred percent. Dude, so over. After you like, you uh, got famous with that. Because uh, <laughs> I, I got high. high
0: oh, yeah, yeah, because I got high. Yeah.
2: It's just like, dude, but his uh, his rhymes and flows are just fucking pretty damn good, dude. Dude's chiefin', bro. I think he's like totally overlooked. I yeah. just, that's why I want to put him out there. Yeah. Everyone knows the greats, but I think he gets. Oh, I just play because I got high, man. It's so good. Yeah. But I think a lot of his other stuff is like really good. Yeah,
0: totally. Had, had either of you listened to Atmosphere before? Do you know who I'm talking about when I'm talking about I, Atmosphere?
2: I've heard that. Okay. Yeah. Don't know what um, I. What I know of it, but yeah. Okay.
0: Fair enough. That's one I would say if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of him, check out because he's maybe the most. Or he's, like, more overlooked than the other artists I mentioned. Like, Kanye West is very popular, obviously. So, he doesn't need my sport. <laughs> but atmosphere, maybe go check out. Um, all right, very good. Well, thank you for that question, Skrillis. Or, sorry, Slugger. Appreciate it. <laughs> Final question of the show, though, does come to us from Skrillis. Daryl, what does he want to know?
1: Ah, uh, So, he wants to know, if you could fuse two universes from TV, gaming, or movies, which two would you fuse?
0: Okay. Wow. Okay, I'll I'll start off with this one because I don't have, I don't think, a great answer. Because uh, <laughs> I couldn't get away from this idea in my head, right? And it's an idea I've been chasing for a few years now. I've actually written part of a and d campaign based around this idea. So that gave Ooh. away part of it, okay? But the thing that I want to mix is Resident Evil and Dungeons and & Dragons. But I don't want to mix the two worlds. I want to mix the mechanics. I want to play a tabletop, like, experience-driven, DM-regulated survival horror game. And I think, like, having a character that you create that has a set amount of ammo, a gun that has a specific hit rating, like, you play the game the same. You roll to hit, you roll your armor class, whatever. Do you hit the zombie in the head, roll a D20, right? All that kind of shit. But put me in a survival horror experience. Resident Evil style with the rule set of Dungeons and Dragons. I couldn't get my mind off it, dude. I really couldn't. And so when I tried to think of other things, I was like, "eh." And I'm just gonna say that. So that's my answer. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd that's be a ton good. of fun.
2: Yeah. So. I'm sure. They, don't they have that?
0: They probably do, but like the campaign that I wrote is like specifically like with Resident Evil like characters. Yeah. So like, if it's four players, I picked Rebecca, Jill chris and claire and then like each of them has like specific passives based on like their characters in the game different handguns different like secondary weapons you dude, know that's G- dope jill has like a lock picking so yeah. ability that kind of thing so yeah it was it was pretty cool um so yeah that's, that's what i had yeah
2: you we- guys should fucking do that with your little i know re uh the RE well, clan. Fanny boppers, dude. <laughs> dude, it's growing. It's growing. Only Eli
0: is missing, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I heard it's uh, free on PC this month, actually.
2: Uh, no, Resident Evil
0: anything. 1 through 8. You can just play any of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just go pick one.
2: Oh, they just give away shitters, so. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> That's what they do with shitters, you know? It's oh, tough.
0: man. <laughs> what did you somebody, have, though, for this, Eli?
2: Please play these. <laughs> so this was tough for me because i'm not big into tv or movies that much and i'm also not that involved in the universes of the worlds that i do game in. like there's not there's not much of a world in rocket league right mm-hmm. so like what would i say oh this makes like rocket league and and minecraft It'd be sick it's like no that's fucking stupid <laughs> uh and like recently i've been to war, in a warframe a lot and it's like I, that's a pretty good world on its own you all need to th- toss in you know medieval knights right so you know like it, i don't know if i really came up with anything great um what i have seen though with speaking of rocket league they are they are combining universes they are at epic they're a little they're a little uh, brainchild Fortnite, Rocket League are having a baby, dude. Excuse me. Uh, yeah they they put not having a baby, uh, Rocket League is injecting itself into Fortnite. Oh, sounds gross. through via sixty nine. <laughs> injecting <laughs> itself into Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah, apparently off. I saw a video. They were like, uh, um, and it was a Rocket League streamer, so I think it was. I think it was legit. He's in like the, the the Fortnite test world and he put down like boost pads and a uh, octane and you could boost and flip and dodge. Uh you held your second jump infinitely. You didn't have to do like any fall off the ceiling. You know how those mechanic works. I won't go over that. But, yep. yeah. And it was like legit like looked good. It wasn't like that little dinker car they gave you as like a <laughs> as an emote that you could ride around, which was still pretty fucking dope. Dinker but this car. is like it's in there, dude. Like Rocket League is in Fortnite now, Jesus! From what I saw, that's so wild. So like, it might be a new game mode. Maybe it'll just be fucking Epic Universe or some shit like that, where like you just—I don't know, dude. Kind of wild, kind of wild,
0: dude. That is crazy. Maybe they're gonna add Arcade geddon as well. Isn't that an, uh, Isn't that an epic game? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think so. Oh God. But... <laughs> Yeah, that's a. And then if I like, on this you know, whole universe thing, like something into magic would be cool. But they just put four, uh Warhammer into it. They just came out. Totally, kind of want to get one of these decks. They're a little more expensive. A lot of new cards, so they're a lot more rare. So they're kind of kind of spiking in price. Oh, they came they out already. Have, I thought they didn't come they out. Till came out November. on the seventh. They oh. came out today. Today, so holy shit. Yeah, today. So I should have pre-ordered when I had the chance to get it for a little cheaper. But like some of them are like seventy bucks now. Mm. but uh who knows i don't really need another deck but there's Dude, let's, this take, chaos. let's take a trip and to outer
0: planes bro I'll I'll, I'll I'll pick one up on a whim
2: <laughs> yeah i'll yeah there's um there's like a all black one that's like graveyard artifact kind of recursion stuff that looks pretty dope more like combo and then but i really want the um ruinous something it's like a chaos deck which just is like pretty cool there's another counters one
0: Okay. Nice.
2: For you, Daryl, maybe. <laughs> you were, your first deck was the, counters deck, He's the counter deck. That's, that's why I don't want that one because I it's like more counters. Yep. The other one was um more like tokens. Okay. Token generation and then, but yeah. So don't get. I'm going off on Magic. That's that those that are my answer. Next. Nice.
0: Nice. Um. All right. Well, shit, dude. I mean, those are those are good answers, bro. Rocket League Fortnite. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, before I forget about it, because I was thinking about it while you were talking, if I had to pick two games, here's what I'm picking. Super cop-out answer. You ready for this? Call of Duty and Evil. <laughs> Call of Duty and Halo, because Halo is just Call of Duty 200, 250 years in the future. They blend together perfectly. There's no reason why the Call of Duty can't be humanity before uh, they were starfaring and before the events of Halo. So let's move on. All right, Darrell, you're just what are you to, You're just <laughs> trying to save Halo, dude. You you can't save him like that, dude. <laughs> Daryl, what do you got for this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh so I chose uh to combine the universes of the Sopranos and Mafia. Uh oh. I'm real big into the like the organized crime and I've always had like um you know i i really enjoy like the whole mafia the ma- the mafioso uh scene I, I thought that was pretty cool um big big fan of like you know those museums i i went to one in in vegas where it was like the mafia museum so you, you saw like a lot of like the uh the exhibits with al Capone and Lansky and so some of these pretty famous mafioso so it's it's something that's that i'm interested from time to time but uh, i think combining those two is really cool because i i like the whole mafia thing and soprano's like my my favorite tv show man Mm. Uh, i never really got behind it but like when i got older you know i just tuned into sopranos because i had hbo go and i was like you know let me just check this out dude i love that show that show is freaking amazing
0: i need to watch it man i've only ever seen like two episodes
1: yeah it, it's a really good show um i enjoy it from beginning to end I, i've been trying to convince my wife to check it out and um i don't know she has she she just can't really get into it but it's like one of those shows where you continue to watch it you, you just get hooked immediately oh but yeah i i think these two universes would be cool because mafia three is still fresh in my mind like i i just played it not too long ago to get the 100 percent on the trophy list so it would be really cool to like insert the the sopranos world into that game um i'm still trying to figure out if i kind of want them to be like like one of your allies or mafia three or they they actually put you against the Mafia, so I don't know if, you know, putting them against the Sopranos would be a cool idea, but I think both would work. Um, You know, going, having them as my ally or even going up against it would be pretty cool because, you know, I, I have, like, um, attachment to characters from that show. So just being able to take them out would be pretty cool, especially, like, you know, when you get to the main boss, Tony Soprano, I think it would be pretty cool to whack them. The whack them. Um, <laughs> on, yeah. on or off?
0: on <laughs> on, then off you know
2: okay but yeah one. whoa that's oh, a wait, wait, fucking way one and
0: the other bro one and then the other
2: yeah 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 <laughs> episode 69
0: <laughs> back at it and let's go
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah that would be my answer i think that's a good so, one
0: dude those are those like fit together like very very naturally i feel like
1: you know yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of like Breaking Bad mm. but and like GTA, but I feel like. Ooh. I, I just feel like. The, uh, you're a meth. Dude, you're a
2: meth. About it? That's a good idea.
1: I think
0: that would work, actually. Yeah, that'd be to cool. To some extent. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool.
2: Like a base building sim, but you're cooking math. Ooh. It's like that Pop Farm game on Facebook, dude. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> Games don't corrupt the youth. No, nah, no, nah, i'm growing me nah, some dude. of that purple urkel dude <laughs> uh i thought of one for you you re okay um resident evil and how like house of a thousand corpses family dude you oh, gotta dude. like survive the fucking
0: dude it's basically yeah that's oh yeah that's perfect seven for sure yeah. that's already seven right there in a nutshell
2: you know what i mean Oh, that is what they do, huh? Yeah, pr- yeah, but I mean, like you gotta that. combine the universes. It's
0: heavily inspired by, and they said as much by Texas Chainsaw Massacre and House of a Thousand Corpses and stuff like that. So,
3: mm.
0: yeah, nice. that's the one. If you're gonna play one, Eli, you should play seven. That's the one you should play. Do it! Do, do, it, do
1: it! Do it! Do it! Join the Riri's, man!
0: Come on, join the
2: Riri's. You guys still there?
0: Yeah, what's up? Hello. Oh yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, all right, so
1: mo- <laughs> 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 this fucking guy, dude, he uh, really well, don't want to play Resident Evil, man. He really don't. He
0: just doesn't. It's one of those franchises. He just doesn't care, dude. He just doesn't care. All Are right, me? well, very good. Thank you very much for the questions, everyone over on Patreon. We really do appreciate it. Remember to check that out if you're interested in supporting the show. And now, an hour and forty-one minutes in, let's get into what we've been playing eli let's start with you what do you got for us today i saw you what playing do something. i have i saw you playing did something. you
2: mm-hmm it's resident, resident evil
0: it wasn't resident evil but it was eh, i'm pretty excited. i was playing i've
2: been playing a lot of warframe lately right that's kind of my kind of my new jam
0: right but that's not what's what mean? i was talking about though oh but go today? ahead go ahead so i've been playing a lot
2: of warframe <laughs> yeah uh I, I had started a uh a Diablo season when that new season came out. And uh it was going good. I think like the leveling up process is 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 the fun part. And then it kind of gets to where it's just grinding for the meta and kinda got kinda got tired of that. Whole like that style, I guess. I definitely gonna play Diablo 4 when it comes out, for sure. It'll be like new fresh stuff but it just kind of felt like more of the same. Uh, And like the, the different, they have like the different characters and you can, you can do different builds with them, but it was just kind of like kind of too samey. And like, you're just grinding for that, that best piece of the gear. And then like, you know, they have the leaderboards. It's kind of like a big part of the season, but like, I'm never going to get up there that, you know, the people that make the guides, they get up there and rightfully so. But you know, it was just kind of like I'm over it. So I, I did a uh, dove into Warframe, and again, it's another one of these like these Dark Souls. It's a Dark Soul game. I know um, it. It doesn't teach anything. It's actually a pretty. Um, it's a pretty bad new player experience because they don't explain very much, and there's like a sh- shit ton of items in the game. And it, it's extremely overwhelming with but once you get into it, there's there's a lot to do. And it always there's always something fun to do. And the where it differs from Diablo, you you can make builds, but you have warframes, and they're like they're like the different characters, and they have four specific abilities to them. And you have to grind out parts to get them, you have to grind out the blueprints. And all the materials to craft those blueprints. And then put three blueprints together. And then put those three blueprints together. For the blueprint of the actual Warframe itself. And like there's a lot going on. And there's different weapons. And all these different rankings. And then uh, with the mod. There's mods. Which are like uh, augments. That you slot into your your weapon. To make it more powerful. And just your desired uh, way and it's a little more playful in those terms than Diablo which is where uh, I think it's a little more fun you don't have to like specifically grind to the meta best gear available for it which you can get away with in Diablo but eventually it gets old and you're always running in Diablo you're always running greater rifts Nephilim rifts get keys run greater rifts get a gear level up your the gems and blah 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 But this, there's like so much, there's like open worlds, all these different kinds of missions, spy missions, Railjack, which I don't even really know what it is. Uh, But I think there's just a lot more to do. It's a little more playful. And uh, I've been looking. So they've started cross play. It just went live. But all I've seen is like stuff with it about Xbox. Like it's crossplay with Xbox. I don't see any like I don't know why they specifically call that out and look into it if it's on PlayStation. I just kind of assume it's not. But the at some point it'll be PlayStation crossplay. That's their goal everywhere across the, all the all the systems and Switch too. I think it's on Switch.
1: Uh, oh yeah, But yeah. If it's on Switch, it has to be on PlayStation at some point.
2: <laughs> I thought. Well, I think Warframe's on Switch, but the crossplay is. I think only on Xbox, but gotcha. um, yeah, I think it. If you if they let me grind all this stuff out and then turn it on on PlayStation and pop all the trophies, That's that would said. be that would be ideal. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was, so I was talking about how Warframe is like Dark Souls.
0: Of course, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> I step away for two seconds and the classic comparison comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, apolo- I mean it- I apologize, listeners. I had a phone call from my mom, if you would believe it. <laughs> you know and she normally sure. doesn't call me at eight thirty at night so i thought something was wrong turns out she uh, just wanted to discuss a play she saw in ashland and i was like uh, you know how when you're once you get on the phone with your mom it's hard to get off the phone do you know what i'm talking about where you're like mom i gotta go uh, yeah. you know it's, yeah. like, it's like it's like i gotta, yeah, yeah. I gotta call you back they're like, okay but oh did i tell you about it? it's like mom yeah i, I, <laughs> got, I, I gotta go <laughs> it's, 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 jesus christ fun. sorry about that anyway
2: Ugh. uh but yeah i don't think i really i was waiting i was waiting for you Oh my bad, but yeah, it is. It's another one of those like, uh, it's, it's not the best new player experience, and there's a lot going on. But you, it's another. It's, I think that's why these games thrive, like Minecraft and uh, and Warframe, since there's so much like Dark Souls. Hmm. Better Uh, shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) (laughs) They just they just don't explain a lot, and it leaves a lot for the community to make content on. And then they grow, and, and people learn more. And they, if they're an enjoyable personality, people come back to them and learn more stuff. And it's just like this cycle of growing the community. And I think that's how these games shine. And, and that's that's basically what I'm calling the Dark Souls comparison, you know, True. where that, you, that, you don't really know a lot piece. about it. The community piece of it really yeah. is, that's where I like to and that's where i'll give it to you yeah is on that yeah Yeah. but Uh, but that's
0: cool though that's the most fun part about a game sometimes yeah that's that's what
2: i'm you know i'm finding that those are the games that i really like i like the i like youtube me too i remember like a couple uh, pretty many years back now i was like yeah just get get rid of this phone it's just like a bunch of bullshit you know social media don't need it and the one thing i was like i can't give up youtube dude yeah i can't give like there's so much goddamn free information you can learn fucking anything yeah i
0: can find out anything and, i want on dude, youtube
2: it's it's beautiful it's beautiful
0: i watch more youtube than any other streaming platform such that if i had to get rid of netflix you know every like i think the two that i would want to keep if anything would be disney plus and youtube for uh prime or premium pick, excuse me pick one if i had to pick one it's youtube but, if, mm. but the two that I would want to keep is that and Disney, because Disney's also, like, not that much money. You know, it's, like, still only, mm. like, 10 bucks a month, and I love Star Wars and Marvel, so it's, like...
2: Yeah. You also can't put YouTube in that streaming service category. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I know. It's I'm just really, saying, in terms of really what YouTube... I pay for, in terms of, like, the, the monthly fees I have right. for content, like, that's, like, what I would keep, you know?
2: It's really YouTuber Vimeo, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, it's really YouTuber or Vine, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> a Bing. i'm
0: all about that mozilla firefox plus (laughs) oh my god
2: yeah i mean i you mentioned i was playing some game i totally forgot was i playing something you're playing metal hellsinger bro finally that's right dude
0: yes that's right so how is it i've seen a couple people post the platinum on our trophies and they've said it's awesome like, there are, like, comments like, this is, like, one of the most fun games I've ever played if you're a Metal fan. You know, and I'm like, oh, shit, okay. So, yeah, what do you think?
2: It's fucking hard, dude.
0: It's hard? Or are you just <laughs> bad hard, at dude. controller now? I think it's the lag. It's always it's the lag. Oh, know? right. So your setup is lag. what you're saying. You don't like your, your monitor. It's not very good.
2: Yeah, the shitty PlayStation uh, <laughs> headphones lagging on the... On the, <laughs> the lag on the, on the audio. audio dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking me up.
0: Mm, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But,
2: dude, it's pretty hard. It's like, alright, so, you, you've played Doom. You gotta you gotta kill the enemies and actually hit them, which is hard to do on a controller nowadays for me. Mm-hmm. And know all the different enemy weak points and blah, 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 and all this and that, right? So you've played Doom. It's yeah. like that. It's like chaotic slaughtering, right? Yeah. Do it to a beat, my guy. Mm, I don't know if I could. Yeah. It's a little rough. Ugh. It's, it's it's really great i'm not i'm not down in the game right I, this is a learning curve for sure right you know it's like rock band when you start it's fucking hard right uh i will say there are three different modes and you know if you're a real trophy hunter which i'm not you would play on the easiest difficulty so i'm not playing on the easiest difficulty maybe that's part of the why everyone thinks it's easy it is a, it's sitting 32 on uh on psn profiles
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. 5.2
2: like, native.
0: Yeah, it's pretty. that's what I mean. It's a high percentage for this game. So so is there no trophy for like difficulty-related stuff?
2: There's no trophy for difficulty-related stuff, but there are difficult trophies. Right, right, like, okay. This is the one... So uh, PowerPoint actually points it out that it's a 4 out of 10, it, but it would be a 3 out of a 10 if it wasn't for Not Shaken, Not Stirred which is never hit offbeat in the hell. And mm-hmm. I just do not ever see that happening for me. So I'm like slightly discouraged because I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, what? Nah, <laughs> that's I don't think it's ever going to happen for me, dude. <laughs> I really don't. Oh I, I am thinking my my goal is to kind of combine that with uh, the clear to hell using only a pause. Well, which so is like I your mean, Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's it's like your free. It's not even melee. It's like skull you carry around, and he like shoots out like a little blast. Super weak. It okay. so shoots out like a little. Uh, it's almost like the uh, the things like the, the pistol Doom.
0: from the from Doom, like the infinite ammo pistol.
2: No, like the things that come flying at you.
0: Oh, it's um, yeah, yeah, the the lost lost souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. It's kind of like those. Yeah, and you can keep your streak up with it, which is nice to so like. <laughs> When you're moving between areas, you can crack that out and keep your multiplier going. So, you lo- you lose vocals after you gain vocals at I think it's eight or sixteen. But like as, as you get more and more combo, you get more of the song. Right. Okay. It starts out kind of like real uh, muted, and then it gets a little stronger, and then like it gets heavier. They you know bring in some more bass or something, and then the vocals start. It's pretty fucking dope it gets like when you get into that mode it's fucking sick dude it is fucking sick but then like boop you fire off once and it does the like guitar the clink like you missed a fucking note and it's like oh my god so frustrating yeah and then like you gotta try to get back on that beat you gotta stop shooting so you don't you know yeah mess I- up even more you gotta like run away from the enemies to like all right i got my head bob going back got my foot i think on the beat and uh fire and then you fuck up again dude it's so fr- that can be so frustrating but yeah you gotta you gotta like r- do those resets sometimes man and, <laughs> you know
0: yeah i totally it's very much like a rhythm-based game in that way where it's like sometimes when you get off you're just you're just done you know like you, you're mm-hmm. you've lost it i remember the most recent example i have is beat saber sometimes like i would miss a few and i would be like ah it's fine. Can, that's it restart the song mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like uh yeah, so I get you, but but is the rest of the trophy list though? It's not too bad, except for that one. Then,
2: yeah, I mean, there's the, the killing all the red judge as- red judge aspects, which okay. are uh, the bosses at the end of each level. Uh, I still have not hit a fifty streak, which w- I would get from hitting never hitting off beat, I guess. But I started using the pause, and then it didn't give me this hit streak for that. So it's a hit streak. You have to hit enemies, I think, where oh. there's a little. So maybe, you know what, and I'm all, I'm halfway through, so... Um, it might get easier on the later levels. Might, exactly. I did, so I did notice the last level I played, so it was the fourth one, it was um, it was more my speed. Okay. And I was fucking clocking dollars on that one, bro. Shit was sick. It was like the perfect speed for me, and I was hitting everything. Not everything, of course, because I would have got the trophy, but I was hitting them real good. Uh, some of the Emmy started getting a little nuttier on that level, but it was it was starting to click a little more for that song. It was a little more fast paced. Yeah, but yeah. The, the first three I think were just like it's a little slow.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it, if it was almost like too much of a slower rhythm in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and, and maybe it'll actually get more normal the the further in you get.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many and levels then, are
0: there? I'm sorry. What did you say? Nine? Eight?
2: Eight? eight, eight. Okay. Okay. Know. Well, yeah, there's yeah. eight and a half. There's a there's a try uh training fucking whatever tutorial. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um but yeah then there's the uh there's the torments. I haven't tried any of them yet. Um but they're kind of like extra objectives. Um I, I haven't really looked into them much because I just want to beat the game but they have like extra stuff to do. Yeah. Um I forget like I forget what some of them are. Like using only a certain weapon, or honestly, I'm not even gonna go for it because I totally forget. But it's like extra challenges. Okay, gotcha. And I don't know, I don't know how much it turns off or on for that. Um, but hmm. and then then this achieve the top result in the torment is what I was questioning when we were reviewing this list, and I think that's just you get like three stars based on how you do. It's more of like a challenge mode, right? Yeah, it gives you this extra challenge and then you get rated on how well you did and so you're just getting you're not fighting against people online for that
0: gotcha okay
2: from what i gathered.
0: yeah that makes sense yeah
2: and you got to complete them all and i think there's like three for each of them so three, like 24 mm-hmm. History, right? Mm-hmm. so nice job uh math, yeah, yeah.
0: nice math right there
2: yeah um so the other than that i don't think it's too bad there's this died 20 times maybe try to save that for the last <laughs> classic um, eli yeah probably <laughs> not the way i'm going though bro. it can be kind of hard mm-hmm. so kill, kill the eight enemies in four seconds hopefully that gets easier i am i do only have like less than half of the weapons too so maybe you can you can also probably go back and play them again with the new weapons you got
0: so oh i'm sure i'm sure it's good. one of the things those things where it's like you just play it through once and then you do most of the trophies on the second like yeah. cleanup run you know yeah yeah that's what um, that's what i got that's what i gotta do well hell yeah, man. It's good to see you back on PlayStation. I'm glad you enjoy the game. The more important thing is yeah, like it sounds like you sounds like it's a good game. It's fun. Yeah. It that's good. That's good.
2: Nice. A little rough, but good.
0: Hell yeah. Well good. Get your stuff. tap shoes on, dude. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, get your tap shoes on. Certainly not a game I'd be playing in party chat, I'll tell you that much.
2: Yeah, that's been the rough part. It's like, yeah, let's just jump in and see the guys are on. Yeah. It's like well or if I'm gonna play Hellsinger, then I'm not doing that. Right. Right? Right. So it's like mm. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I know, but you, there's just some games like that where it's you just this doesn't make sense to be in party chat, you know. So I feel you. Oh, we
2: we know you know.
0: Yeah, you know I know because I know because I don't I yeah. don't hop in there sometimes. You know, people give me shit, bro, but I'm in there. All right, I'm in there sometimes. I'm in there most times, but sometimes, mm, sometimes it's mm-hmm. a story based game, dude.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't. I mean, I'm not hopping out of Rune King first playthrough for anybody. I'm sorry. that game was sick (laughs) uh all right very good very good um thank you for the for the update sir and glad to hear you're enjoying yourself warframe some solid shit right there Mm -hmm. always a good time okay let's see daryl you and i weirdly enough have a decent amount of overlap this month or this episode but we do differ on one point and that's in the game that you wrote The most on in the doc so i I, why don't you go ahead and talk about that first and before you do let me just say let me give you a a a compliment on air you're a pretty good writer and i enjoyed reading your summary in the notes so yeah why don't you take us away with what you've been playing
1: appreciate that man yeah um yeah back in college I, i used to like um writing a lot i've kind of fallen off but you know whenever i um You know, I have a tendency to just type up things and just get lost in the words sometimes. Yeah. But But like I said,
0: it's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I was like sitting there just like reviewing the doc before we started. And I was like, you know, sometimes I'll read the full descriptions of what you guys put. Sometimes I won't. But I just ended up reading the full thing. I was like, oh, nice. So anyway, go ahead. So
1: um, I wrote up a very big um, kind of summary of my time with Star Wars Jedi Fall Fallen Order. So, I came to you with a platinum, number 59. This is 59 for me. And it took me about 27 hours to complete, which is on par with the 30 hours on PSN Profiles. Um, you know, your boy had to, to bring the platinum because Colin's been hassling, hassling <laughs> me on mr. the podcast four, and at work
0: <laughs> mr four percent over here dude Mr. Yeah, he, he was
1: creeping on my profile man every time i went up a little bit in my percentage he'd be like "Oh, mr six percent over here mr ten percent i was like you know what let's just you know the next time colin brings let's make sure it's a hundred percent so um had to come through um but yeah I really enjoyed this game. A big shout out to the Discord community for picking this game for me. You guys definitely picked the gem. I enjoyed this game a lot. And if you're a Star Wars fan, I think this is a game you should definitely check out at some point in the future if you haven't already. But if you aren't a fan of the franchise, Eli, I think this is still a game that you will probably enjoy. Yeah. Um, It's just a very enjoyable game um, for players across the spectrum. Uh, the thing that I appreciate the most is just the nostalgia factor. There's a lot of things that, you know, I remember from, like, the movies or even the TV shows. Um, I couldn't help but, like, smile at, like, some of the quotes that were very similar to Han Solo's memorable Never Tell Me the Odds. Mm-hmm. You, hear the, you hear a lot of the odds being thrown around in the game. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't help but smile. It's like, dude, they're really paying tribute to the the franchise, and what I really enjoyed the most was just when your story takes you to the planet Ilum. And it didn't really register at the time. But once I kind of realized what I was doing on the planet, I remembered this planet from the Clone Wars series. Um, There's just like a, like maybe six or seven filler episodes where you're just on that planet. And I was like, dude, I remember that from the show. So it, it really, it was really cool to see that. Yeah,
0: I like that show um, a lot. By the way, you're talking about the the Clone Wars animated series, right?
1: Yeah, where they take like 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 a few Padawans to the planet, things like Master Yoda and Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know they're there for their pilgrimage, and some things go, you know, things go sideways. So it was a really cool episode. Nice, nice. And I really like this game because Respawn does a really great job of bringing you into the Star Wars world. It's very big, it's beautiful, it's believable. I enjoy that the most. Um, You know, especially like when you're in Kashyyyk, you're swinging from the vines, or you're exploring a rundown Star Destroyer. It just truly feels like you're in the Star Wars universe. And I think a lot of fans would enjoy that part of it, just being able to get soaked in and just like, play in these worlds that you've seen in movies and tv shows it's a really cool factor for this game
0: dathomir right where darth maul is from like yeah you get some cool planets in this game for
1: sure oh yeah and just the, the star destroyer i think that was really cool you just that, see that it secret there. area thing you're talking about yeah yeah that part and was just... dope that's
0: one of the last things i did was go explore that
1: yeah it's not even part of the main quest but you know just You just get curious, like, once you kind of pick up that this is, like, a Star Wars-inspired game, you're just like, dude, I'm pretty sure I can explore that Star Destroyer. You absolutely can. Yeah. And it's really cool, because, like, from the outside, it looks massive. Like, the way that it looks in the game, is just, you can see how huge it is. And when you even get inside of it, it's like, damn, this is freaking huge man (laughs) it's crazy like how how detailed it is like you see like these these wires hanging from the ceiling the the ship is sideways so like just jumping onto platforms not even it's crazy how you know just detailed that whole area is and it's only like a it's a secret area it's like not even part of the story so yeah putting that amount of detail into it's really awesome
0: yeah totally you could you could definitely miss that if you're not going for the trophies
1: Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, you know, just some other things I really enjoyed is, you know, in in the story itself, there's, like, these flashbacks of Cal, who's the main character in the game. You see these flashbacks of his training as a Padawan, and this is, like, where the Metrovania side comes into play, where these flashbacks are a way for Cal to reconnect with the Force, and he learns new Force abilities, so these new Force abilities help you... In like combat, explore areas that were previously inaccessible. Um, but the flashbacks are a little bit deeper than that, which is really cool. I really enjoy that a lot. Is that at the very end of the flashbacks, once your like training has been completed, dude, that's where shit gets real. You 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 find out where the story takes place. Yep. And and that's where I was like, What? Mm-hmm. Got the, like I was like, yeah, I was hype. I was hyped but I was also devastated. Yeah. Cuz I knew what was what was taking place at that very moment, at the very moment and you know, just when that instrumental begins, it's like fuck. Yeah, you know what's coming <laughs> at that point. Yeah, you know what's taking place, dude, and yeah, it was it was heartbreaking. Like I watched the series with my wife and I didn't really tell her anything, but at the very scene where it, the game opens up and just that music's playing, I just like kind of sat there with my controller down. And I kind of just, you know, just sat there and just like kind of, you know, just kind of let it soak in. And then I, I told my wife like, "Hey, hey, come here, check this out." Uh, will do. You, do you recognize this song? And she's like, "Oh, is is that the is that the song from Star Wars?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She she couldn't really like pinpoint like what it was, but she knew like that was from Star Wars. And it just re- magic- reminded me of that, that tragic scene in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we going
3: to do? <laughs> it's like, oh, man.
0: You just get ready. Uh. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's very cool. I think this game and um, what some of the stuff you wrote you wrote about, too. So if you're going to talk about it, I won't mention other, other titles. But th- my favorite period in Star Wars is in between Episode 3 and 4. Like, the in-between of the prequels and the original trilogy, I think that's where the most interesting stuff is happening in the universe. And this game takes place right in that time period. So does, um, you know, Andor, the new show on Disney+, Plus, which I really recommend for people to watch. Like, I, I just really like that time period. So, like, with you, it's like, I'm there for it. You know, I'm going to explore everything. And then you find that's the crash, like, Star Destroyer, and it's like, oh, now I get a glimpse into, like, older clone war shit and it's like you know you kind of get a little of everything which is awesome um i I, yeah i'm really excited for the sequel for this game it's it's supposed to come out next year there's no definitive release date but they said 2023
1: oh man i I can't wait that that would probably be like a day one um just going based off like the, the positive experience i had with this game yeah Um, But yeah, that's great. That's cool that you mentioned like the different areas kind of just blending together. Like you get a glimpse of the past, but you also see everything that's happening prior to like episode four. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really, really cool that they're just combining both eras. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know about you, Colin, but that final boss fight, man. (laughs) Yeah. That shit had me (laughs) going nuts, man. (laughs) Ooh! I was like, Ain't no way you gonna fight him. It's yep. Just gonna be a cutscene. Yep. I was like, what <laughs> you can fight him?
0: Oh, <laughs> you can fight him. You can attempt to. You know, <laughs> like.
1: Yeah, oh my god! Because like you know the game, the game games you up to be like the strong Jedi warrior, which you which you become eventually. You know, to go toe to toe with Inquisitors, who are basically, you know, the, like the freaking strongest sith warriors out there you know strong as i put like quotations on it but right you know they're they're, they're definitely up there but but by the end of the game man once you fight the final boss everything you learn from from the entire game is pointless you're completely powerless and it was terrifying it was terrifying yeah because i was very hopeful It's like you know what you know what i i I think i can actually take take this this boss on and nah dude just there's no way. <laughs> there's no way, man. But <laughs> there's no way. That's that's really great about this game because they respect they respect the the franchise, man. Like at this point, the boss was just people heard stories and they knew the encounters with the boss would just you would never hear about that person again. That mm-hmm. so they respect they respect the character and it was great because it was very frightening for me to fight this character and especially the the events that take place after i thought that was really cool it's just like you're on the run and dude that guy was unstoppable yeah and the way i felt during that whole sequence is the way i felt at the end of rogue one i was like bro yeah, dude this is the you know this is what everyone's been talking about in the star wars universe like i felt it at that moment I, it was really cool it was a cool feeling
0: yes yes i'm glad you brought up rogue one because i think like honestly like rogue one this game and Andor are like the three best star wars things that have happened since disney took over the property like i, I think if you're a star wars fan you you have to check those three things out for sure um oh yeah yeah
1: it's we it's pretty a little nuts. deep oh yeah for sure like yeah, it's really great, like, where the series is at right now. There's just a lot of, like, creativity and, like, this period where not much is known mm-hmm. between episode three and four. So it, it Just the amount of creativity you can have with this, this freaking series is crazy. And it's good. It's It's going great so far for it.
0: Yeah, I'm really hopeful that the sequel maybe includes some of the characters, even from, like... Uh, Star Wars Rebels I don't know if you ever saw that show but that's another animated show that takes place in between episode three and four and it's got its own characters and it's canon and there's four seasons of it right and it's like all these kind of different groups are acting at the same time like the start of the rebellion is happening in like 10 to 20 different places all at the same time all with these different characters but eventually by the time we get to episode four they've conceivably all met up right they've formed the rebellion as a group Right. So I want to see them start to interact. That's what I'm really hopeful for as the series moves on. Is like, show me some of these characters talking to one another. Show me them creating the rebellion that Luke joins in episode four, you know? And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty hopeful that we'll see some of
1: that in the sequel. Nice. Nice. So I'm gonna get a little deep because Mm. this was kind of like something that I was picking up as I was playing the game. So, Colin, maybe maybe you might have noticed as well. But, but just let me know what your thoughts are. Okay. There's like an apparent theme as you play through the story. Survival. Mm. So the sequel's coming out pretty clear, you know, Jedi survivor or Star Wars Jedi survivor. Um, it makes it very clear, like the whole, the whole theme of the game. So Cal's on the run from the Empire, you know, once it's been identified as a Jedi, you know, quote, unquote, the last of his kind. Uh, He's been hiding out, just trying to get by all while evading the Empire. But, you know, things change, and that's kind of how the story picks up. But it's not just the survival of Cal, you know, and the Jedi Order. There's other NPCs and species that you come across on your journey who are also on the brink of extinction as well. So on Dathomir, there's one example of that. And even when you go to Kashyyyk, there's not a... It's not an NPC, but it's, it's like one of the, the creatures that live on that planet. Yeah. Where, you know, you say, oh, he's, he's probably the last of his kind. Yep. So they make it very clear that this is kind of the approach that the game wants to, like, push forward to the audience. Because, you know, just the thought of being, like, the last of your kind in this massive galaxy and you're just the only one left, it, it's pretty scary, man. That is scary.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: that's that's kinda how I was feeling. That's like the type of way I was feeling in this game. It's just like dude, like these guys are really trying to like you know keep keep their order or their species going all while of, you know, avoiding the annihilation from the Empire. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. You know, the game is fun but it also has like a dark tone to it sometimes.
0: Yeah. I mean it's not a very pleasant time. If, if you're not part of the empire, right? It's a, it, you're, you're being subjugated. You are being enslaved. You're losing your freedoms. Like it's a very, you know, very trying time for the galaxy in Star Wars. So, and, and it's crazy because like, you know, Cal Kestis is, he's a Jedi. I don't think we're spoiling much by saying that. I mean, by the end of the game, he's, he's conceivably, you know, a Jedi Knight, right? He's recovered a lot of his powers. And what you have to remember is Obi-Wan and Yoda are alive and around, during this time frame right and without spoiling too much of rebels there's a few other jedi that are around and that we know of and also ahsoka is still around right so that's the stuff that's exciting to me are we going to see those characters in this in the sequel are they is is cal going to reach out to and try to get in touch with some of the other jedi that are still around you know and and what's going to happen there i think i think there's a lot of potential for this story so it's it's really exciting
1: yeah, that would be really cool for all, for all of them to group, at, group up at some point.
0: Yeah, or even um, just like if he, you know, because Obi-Wan's in hiding, right, on Tatooine. So, you know, it doesn't make sense for him to necessarily meet up. But even if they have like a hologram, like a call or a discussion with one another, some sort of Easter egg where it's like, you know, Cal knows he's not the only Jedi left, right? Because as far as he knows, he is like the only one left. and uh, But it's just not true,
1: you know? Right, right. Yeah, but that's all I gotta say about this game. I mean, those were all the positive parts for me. Yeah. about this game. The only complaint that I have is probably just a personal quality. But I, I just, I had a complaint that this game had no fast travel. Um, I yeah, mean, the holographic maps are cool because they're like on par with like the Star Wars a- a- aesthetic. But they they're just absolutely terrible to read in this game. It's just i didn't like it um it seemed like most people who play this game weren't a fan of the maps too so it wasn't just me i think most people didn't like the maps in this game just because it was very difficult to to read at times um maybe i'm just getting old but i i did not have a good time <laughs> with with trying to figure out where i needed to go um and also just like especially like the fast travel would have been hugely helpful like, especially when you're in the tunes, it's like those tunes were super massive. And, like, once I got like 100% and everything, I spent more time trying to figure out how to get back to the mantis. Like, yeah. I was losing my mind, dude. I was like, how do I get back to the freaking mantis? <laughs> because, yeah. like, some of the worlds, you know, there's like a multi layer to the world so like you get like some areas that's like occupied by like the villagers or the inhabitants of the world but then like you move into an area that's completely different where now it's just been freaking like torn up by the empire you see like the empires moved in they got like all this machinery going on and then like one area is the tombs like we is underground so like there's like a freaking whole layer of you know maps to this game and it was just really confusing how to get from one area to the next Uh, i was losing my mind at times
0: yeah hopefully they they clean that up in the sequel i agree there there was some like quality of life stuff that wasn't the best in that game you know but they they got the important things right they got the combat right they got the skills progression right they got the difficulty adjustment right and they got the the like storytelling so just like god of war right 2018 god of war the things i didn't like were like the inventory and the fast travel. But ultimately those are easy things to fix compared to like if you got the rest of the game right, which is why I'm excited for Ragnarok because I think they're going to have it fixed. So yeah, I hope it goes well.
1: Last thing I'll say about this game, Colin, I got to know what light saber color you picked. I chose magenta because I think red, green and blue <laughs> is just like default for everybody, but you know, yeah. You know, if you go if you go toe to toe with another guy with like a a pink or a a purple lightsaber, I, I think you're in for for a very, you know, screwed up time. I think you're going to get your ass handed to you. I uh, went I went with, I went with we cyan.
0: Them. Ooh! yeah, so. yeah. I did the like the mix between the green and the blue because. So there, oh, man, you can get like so. <laughs> Let me just uh, real quickly look this up. So like. There's the, the different color lightsabers, like, in the lore, mean different things, right? And so, like, if you're, like, a Jedi, if you have a blue lightsaber, you're a Jedi Guardian. You focus more on your Force abilities, right, like Obi-Wan, right, You and, and stuff like that. Whereas, like, green is a Jedi consular. So they focus on, you know, more of, like, the teachings and more of, like, the study and the meditation and so I tried to fix something that was like a mix between the two. So I I mixed green and blue together. So I did cyan. Um, yeah. The purple is a just a car. So you're like. Yeah, they have both sides of the force connection. You have some ties to like being aggressive. So you have some like dark side shit going on, but you also are like constrained. So, yeah, it's, it's really cool, man. You have different different meanings, which is why at the end of uh, Force Awakens. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The uh, Ray's lightsaber is yellow, which is pretty cool because there's only one other yellow lightsaber in the universe, and that's the Sentinel type of Jedi, which is a totally different type. Um. So, anyway, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Interesting. I think
1: I chose the right color then.
0: Yeah, you did. You picked the Justicar, the purple.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: that that was one like I was thinking about too. I was like, ooh, this looks cool. <laughs> I want to be like
1: Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I know, man. I was just thinking of him. I was like, dude, that fool. Out of all the lamest colors, he picked purple. But yeah, dude, <laughs> purple's not bad, dude. Purple's a dope. color. I like
0: purple. Purple's an awesome color. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, no. purple fan. You're
0: not, or you are? I am. Yeah, I like. I think purple's dope, dude. This is an awesome color.
1: For it's sure. It's just a mysterious color, man. If I saw a dude with a purple lightsaber, I'd just be like, hey, I can see. Let's not fight, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's slow down. All right, <laughs> let's, let's take it easy. Oh, very good. Well, let's talk really. So we're we're both playing the next two games that I wanted to talk about with you. We're both playing, and we've been going for a while. So I don't know if I want to touch too much on Resident Evil Zero, since we're both pretty early on into our adventure. But let's maybe just take a couple minutes and talk about Toem before we go, because you just got done playing this game. I know you did the Basto expansion as well. I thought that this game was really fucking good as far as like, you know, it's not a triple a, like it's not the same level of good as star Wars, Jedi fallen order. But in terms of like an indie four or five hour experience, like this is one of those, those games where I was so happy to have played it after I completed it. So I'm really curious to hear about your time with Toem, what you liked about it, what you didn't like. I, I would say that I thought it was incredibly charming. And I, the whole time, like I didn't play it in party chat, right? I just enjoyed it like the game the music in the game is incredible the soundtrack is really really good and I also just love the fact that I didn't have to use a guide like I didn't have to look at my phone the whole time I played this game and I got the platinum and the hundred percent and to me as a trophy hunter that's rare and I appreciate that in this game I appreciate how short it was so what,
1: what did you think about Toem? Man, you, you didn't use a guy. I had to rely on a guy, dude. I thought I looked dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> There's some animals I couldn't find. I was like, "Where the fuck is this animal?" Oh, okay, got you. Got you. one from the compendium. I was like, I couldn't find it. Especially when you try to find the the eight bit ones. Ooh,
0: it's like, dude, yeah. they're like Super tiny. Yeah, yeah. The- Those are a bit rough.
1: I was surprised I actually found the snail. I just happened to be looking in that area, and then I noticed some oddly-looking, like, creature. And I was like, wait, what? You know, (laughs) I I should probably take a picture of that. Right. But, um, yeah, I had a really good time with this game. Uh, Tome was definitely not a game I was planning on playing. Um, After I did star wars jedi follow an order i'd already told myself all right we're gonna play resident evil zero just to start off my spooktober but you know i i wasn't really having enough time to play i'll probably like game for an hour or two and i was like you know what let me just find something you know small in the meantime Uh, i'll definitely pick up zero on my day off but a lot of people have been talking about tome in the discord um, a lot of people have been saying some great things. I've been seeing the plat shot blow up with Toem from multiple people. So, you know, I, I definitely wanted to check it out because of that. And I, I'm glad I did. Um, I'm glad people are talking about it because this is a game that definitely deserves that recognition.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I um, I just had a lot of fun with this game. This game's very easy to play. It, it's, it doesn't require a lot of effort. Trophyless is easy and just the story itself is it's just a wholesome experience I I had a lot of fun just going around taking pictures man of all things to do in the beginning (laughs) yeah it it
3: was
1: it was quite satisfying man and um there's like so much to do and once you get your first stamp dude it's like you know it's like getting those stamp cards at the pizza parlance like hey if you if you you should bring your receipts <laughs> in you get a stamp or you, you know, get a free like pizza
0: that. if you spend three thousand dollars on pizza before <laughs>
1: yeah so you know just trying to get those stamps definitely got me uh invested in the game and everything's a little different all the quests are different from each other and they're all pretty cool though some are funny i i definitely like the um the The portraits you can take of people so like in the game there's these uh these characters you can take pictures of that are tied to trophies and you know that they're tied to the trophies because some of the characters will will sparkle yeah and when you take a picture of them has this really cool drawing that's nothing like the picture that you took Yeah, it's like an actual (laughs) portrait yeah it's really cool you know just to see that and um yeah, I, I had a really good time with this game. I'm glad that people are talking about it. Uh, it, it definitely deserves the recognition. And at the very end of the game, that, that's why I kind of like about these indie games is that the developers definitely take their time to um, show their appreciation to the fans. I love that. I love that kind of stuff because it, it makes me want to check out like more of their projects if they ever come out with more games. Yeah, it's just really cool that the these small developers are just taking the time that they you know thank the fans who are playing the game it's it's just a really cool a really cool thing that that they do
0: yeah totally and and i mean the basto expansion was free you know and and they released it because people so many people played the base game and so many people talked about the base game i mean i'm sure they saw the trophy data too and they're like damn hella people are platinuming our game they're 100%ing our game you know like that's crazy um now, certainly it being free with Plus last month is what helped out a ton because I hadn't really heard of it before that. And the game actually came out like in September of 2021. So it had been out for like a year at this point. But yeah, it's it's just really good. I mean, and the, the Basto expansion is free. Like I said, it's probably only another hour to hour and a half uh, in addition to the main game. And it gives you two more silver trophies and nine bronze trophies. The base game has four golds, 13 silvers, and 20 bronzes, so there's not a crazy amount of trophies to earn. And the cool thing about it, again, not no guide, also, though, the pacing on the trophy list is wonderful. Like, you are going to be popping a couple trophies, like, every single time you do an area in the game. So it's not like one of those games where you pop a bunch of stuff in the beginning, and then all the trophies are, like, late game. And then you've got, like, 30 hours where you might be lucky if you earn, like, one or two trophies. Like, no, you're going to be earning a trophy every single, like, location you go to. You're going to be earning at least three to four trophies every single location you go to. So it just feels like you're making really steady progress the whole time. And, uh, yeah, so I played it across basically three play sessions. I did, like, half the game... And the second half of the game, and then the Basto expansion. So, like, three different sittings. And I thought it was great. I've been recommend recommending this to all of my friends who, like, are not even in the, you know, the trophy hunting Discord with us, but just people who are on PlayStation. I'm like, man, check this game out before, like, it's not free anymore. Like, you should definitely look into it. They got a fan in me. You know, whatever they release next. I think the studio is called Something We Made. You know, they're, uh, yeah. Yeah, Something We Made is the developer and the publisher. It's, it's just really good. So, highly recommend you check it out. Art style is great. And like I also said, the soundtrack is really good. Lo-fi style music. If you like that kind of stuff, go and check it out. And just to give you an example, right? The Platinum on PSN Profiles right now for PS5 is 68.82%. It's got 11,666 game owners with 8,028 Platinum Achievers. So, it is a very easy game to platinum but but the thing i liked about it though is it didn't feel like a rat plat you know what i mean like it was easy to platinum but it wasn't like i just pressed x a hundred times like i still had to complete all the quests in the game i still had to complete the compendium i still had to like at least put some effort into it and i think it was sort of the perfect balance between a fun relaxing easy platinum but not being just a freebie you know All right. Well, that's enough about Toem.
2: You guys haven't... (laughs) I didn't play it, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I get you. Cool. Well, very good. We're both playing Resident Evil Zero, like I said, as well. We'll talk about that maybe uh, next time we do what we've been playing as we get more into it. I'm very early on. I'm only probably three and a half hours into my first playthrough. So, yeah. Um, Eli, anything to add before we close up shop on episode 69? Nope. All right, well, where can we find you? I was trying you? to think of a zinger,
2: but... Uh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no.
0: Well, where can people find you out if they want to get in touch with you? Where should they look for you?
2: Out in the, out in the star chart, dude. <laughs> star chart.
0: <laughs> you got it. It's
2: the Warframe map.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Check them out there. Check them out at your local card
2: <laughs> shop. Narshera 13, 1D, pretty much anywhere. There you go.
0: Daryl, what about you? Are you going to be in party chat, you think, for, for Spooktober? People have been asking, dude i gotta bring it up people have been asking where where the boys at you know
2: people looking for daryl dude
0: <laughs> and for you eli they're like, get spooked oh, over, dude. they're like where is everybody dude no one's in no i'm like all right man i'll bring it up so are you guys gonna hop in maybe we can get a get a night of something going going down right now i mean <laughs> i'm gonna be on after i do the file editing for this but we'll leave that aside you know yeah i gotta eat dinner dude yeah you gotta eat something don't pull a fasting me you know
2: yeah dude three hours bro what are we doing here yeah what are we what are we sacred symbols or something dude
0: yeah we're at <laughs> we're at two hours and 29 minutes one of our longest in like months Jeez.
2: but uh, hey we gotta what do you what do you guys like hop in the discord and let us know you like the short long i mean we are every two weeks but i'd love to hear from you guys and, and i yeah uh, I, you guys
0: like. I'd, I'd love to hear as well because i i don't i don't know genuinely like when i look at our analytics and i'm like oh maybe longer episodes have more plays because people have to come back to them more so they click it more blah mm-hmm. blah doesn't always work out that way right mm-hmm. you, like i'm like huh so i don't fucking like, i don't know i'm just I, 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 yeah i'm curious
2: everyone's gonna have different opinions and we're just gonna keep doing what we do sometimes they're long sometimes they're short who knows but please let us know and it and it uh, may influence our, our yeah decisions.
0: yeah because i mean conceivably we we only get more we're very lucky in that like we we typically only get more patrons, right? And so we keep the ones we have. Like I'm not saying we have a big patron or anything necessarily, but like it, it, imagine if everyone wrote a question every time. Like or we'd have
2: like 5-hour episodes.
0: Exactly, right? So it's at some point we have to examine, you know, the length and sort of see. So let us know. Yeah, maybe, we let us we
2: know. Just, maybe we just do like a full questions show.
0: Well, that's what yeah, I mean. Is it like where we do like one episode a month is like we review Trophy lists and what and talk maybe a little bit, but not a lot about what yeah. we've been playing. And then the next episode of the month is all questions. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We got to figure it out.
2: Yeah. This is an off air conversation, honestly. But
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, again. let us know. But let's put it on air for you guys. You know, we're yeah, talking. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, cool. Narshredder 13, 1D. Very good. Oh, yeah.
1: Daryl, what about you? Where should people look for you? Uh, you can find me on Discord and PlayStation at the Tall Samoan Guy. Right now, Colin, I probably won't be in party chat until I at least play my first playthrough of Resident Evil Zero.
0: I feel you, dude. That's a good call. Uh, you can find me also on PlayStation and Discord and YouTube at CK Present. Also, Twitch CK Present. I uh, have some really good streams there of my Resident Evil 4 Professional Playthrough, my first playthrough, and Separate Ways playthrough. I have 100%ed that game. Didn't talk about it this episode, but it is it is complete, and um, I am going to be streaming Resident Evil Zero once I finish my first playthrough. I didn't want people to have to watch me stumble around and figure out where to go the first time because I'm not using a guide on my first playthrough. So doing the first one blind. I'll be in Party Chat, just hang in, whatever, but subsequent playthroughs when I go for trophies, I'll be streaming. So you can check me out there, and I think that's going to do it for episode 69 of the show. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Please leave a like and or a comment if you enjoyed what we do. And uh, it really helps us find a new audience and continue to maintain our current one. So thank you very much. Happy gaming. And
3: goodbye.